0: Dale, not Dale, podcast. What up, Bonnie? What up? We got a guest here. We do. We got a special guest host. Two-time on the Dale and I Dale Podcast now, I'm Mr. Trey from the Faye. Yes, sir. What's up, big dog?
1: Happy to be back. Thanks for having me back, man.
2: This is an awesome opportunity. You yes, know, the, actually, this is a first, I think.
0: It's the first time we've ever done a guest guest host.
2: It's the first time we've done a guest host, and it's the first time we've done an intro with a guest. Yep. Dude. A lot a of first, a, man.
3: Yeah, the first for everything. Hey, man.
0: So, the reason he's here more so... uh, we got a guest coming on today, uh, Adrian Giannis, UFC fighter. Got connected to this guy, seen his followers. He got a big following. He's uh, got a lot of followers, and one of them was Trey. From the, was Trey. So I sent Trey a message, "Hey, dude, I got this guy coming on." He's like, "Oh shit, dude, I'm a big fan. My buddy, him, him you and Chase, big fans, absolutely." Man. And so when you told me that, I was like, "All right, I got an idea." I side text Vaughn, I'm like Vaughn, what you think about this? He's like, "Yeah, let's do it." Like bring you on as a guest host. So I said, one, you, you, you know UFC, you love it. Big fan. I think it'd be a cool yeah. opportunity. You could ask some stuff that, you know, we don't know. A t- I, I know UFC, I watch it, but I don't know as much as, you know, you're a super fan for sure. Yeah, definitely. So I thought that'd be a good mix. Just kind of like whenever Rogan had uh, Tony Hinchcliffe on when he had Ric Flair on because he's a mm-hmm. big Ric Flair wrestling fan. So that's kind of what was in my mind so uh yeah we got you here man
1: awesome dude that was like i said i feel like i make a wish kid <laughs> uh, yeah meet one of my favorite ufc fighters dude man we we watch adrian every time he fights and man i love the guy i love that he's a local guy from houston yeah and, I,
0: he's from the port man like I, said, I had a customer that grew up with him and he just he said his name i looked him up and i was like man he's got a big following and i was like i looked at his record and i'm like okay he's a real deal like he's not just <laughs> happens to fight in ufc this dude's a Fights on main card. Yeah. I mean, he fights the big cards, too. Won his first,
1: what, five fights yeah. in a row, dude. Yeah, no, that's that's going to... Get you up there. There's gonna
2: get you some followers for sure. I'm still zero for
1: zero.
0: (laughs) Dude, I think Vaughn should fight somebody. I I don't
2: need
1: to. Y'all both have the build of an MMA fighter.
0: Let's go, dude. Everybody
2: everybody has the build
1: of an MMA fighter. Because y'all work out and shit. (laughs) Vaughn don't work out. I don't I'm talking about length. I'm talking like dude, your legs and your arms are a good length to be get like get yourself in a karate stuff. we're gonna we're gonna
0: get him in a fight. Dude,
2: Dude, I'm my legs are perfect to run. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you weigh? What's your walk around weight? Uh, my walk around rate? I weighed this morning at one eighty three. So we could probably cut you down to like one seventy. Oh, that wouldn't be good,
1: huh? <laughs> dude, I'd look hey, unhealthy. I, so I'm
0: two twenty, so I'm, I go to two oh five.
1: Yeah, I feel like you could probably drop down to light heavyweight, dude. You tear it up on light heavyweight.
0: John Bones Jones is like he moving up to heavyweights because yeah, he, he would cut his hands. I'm
2: Michael Bisping over here. Dude. Bisping,
0: I love. I always liked him. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> You're the you talk more shit. I know, because that ain't gonna happen.
0: <laughs> I would do a celebrity boxing match though.
2: Just just wait till we get Adrian in here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some hooked up.
0: I don't want to fight a real fighter. I'll fight like another TV uncle. uncle are, there, Jesse. are
1: there any? Are there any like TLC TV uncles other than other than Uncle Dale?
0: Uh, we can find one. There's yeah. Nick. <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, he's like 5'6", 140. Oh, shit. I, Throw him to Adrian. It's like
2: old UFC. <laughs> Dude, down. Nick would be Nick would be bored in a fight just like he's bored everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Poor oh. guy.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, so, yeah, we're excited, man. We're going to have the UFC fighter, Bantamweight, right? That's one, yeah. 135, 135, I think he fights that. We're going to have him in today. Uh, so, this is going to be fun.
2: Dude, I'm I'm excited. Also, I'm excited. Trace here because you can talk to UFC like mm-hmm. like Dale was saying. Um, I do not follow it religiously at all, um, but I do
0: like it. Yeah, all the big cards. I like the big cards. I'll watch them mm-hmm. because some a buddy or somebody. Will, you know the big ones. Everybody's got them.
1: Yeah, man. The 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 big ones is where it started out for me. I yeah. was like I'm just got to watch these big ones. But like, there's something about waking up. And a lot of it has to do with, with it being outside of NFL season right now. Yeah. If it was NFL season right now, I'd be more hype about football than UFC. So definitely the off season is occupied by UFC for me. Yeah. And so I'll wake up Saturday knowing that even if a prelim fight is coming on at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm just pumped. And so that's why I start watching prelim fights and I start watching these, you know, UFC Apex fights yeah. where there's no crowd is because – like. Last night, there was one, and it was, a, it was a very, very sleeper card. Like, nobody, yeah, any, everybody that fought on that card, I didn't even know personally. But I watched that whole card, good fight. and I watched a lot of good fights. And I'm yeah. like, I remember these names of these people who put on these performances, because yep. now I'm going to see, see them yeah. in the prelims
2: of a big card.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, now that I'm a black belt jiu-jitsu Tacticianer myself.
2: Okay, you're not a black belt. I got, a, I got <laughs> my first stripe. You're a white belt with a black stripe. I mean,
0: white belt with black stripe I'm, I'm a white belt, one stripe. So now that I'm on my road to be a black belt, by the time I'm 50, I'll be ready for UFC.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then do you're going to have re- a wonderful career after that. Do you really foresee yourself
0: going to a black belt?
2: I'm going to do it. I mean, I, I'm not saying you won't. I'm just saying, is that in the cards for you? Is that what you want to do? I don't know if I don't I think so. Dude, you got ten years left of rolling with dudes. <laughs> I'm down.
1: Dude, that is a dude, so like you wanna do it right now? There's no I don't. There's levels to this game. I know. Dude. There's levels to that game and yeah, Black Belt is definitely a
0: level. No, yeah. No, I really I got into it because it's fun, it's a good training and then uh it is like kind of addicting as it's, it's just a good new mentally and physically challenging thing. And uh yeah, I don't know where that would lead. I mean, if I fight in UFC one day, I might. I never know. I'm not going to say Dude, I'm not. What if
2: they have, like, a seniors division? <laughs> oh. Making his UFC debut <laughs> yeah, at 54, at years, 54
1: old.
0: years old. 54 years old.
1: And now. Will you be in
0: my corner? Yeah. All right. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking let me in your corner, bro.
1: I watch UFC, but I ain't stepped foot on a mat. I don't know nothing about. Oh, no,
0: You throw the towel in when somebody hits me. Just, uh, uh, all, all you got to do is you. just yell. I'm a yeah. video
1: game coach, bro. Dude. I'm like I'm the ones that's playing UFC for like, oh you gotta press B. You
2: yeah, gotta yeah. press B. Dude. Just tell me what to do. So just, just
1: know just, B is like a overhand, right? All you gotta do is just yell like, Hey, just just win. Yeah, yeah, just just beat just him up this. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Just say yeah. just yell, let's go. Have you tried hitting him? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> He's too fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Magnus got his shirt off again. Yeah, he does. Uh but hey, real quick before we bring Adrian in here, let's uh talk about our sponsor good ranchers
2: i love sponsor i love sp- uh, that good ranger sponsors us
0: you gave trey from last time he came in some uh some of their bacon
2: Yep, y'all gave me some bacon y'all graced me
1: with some bacon
2: dude i think i might have something else for you to take with you if you're, dude, if you're going straight home some,
0: some sausage they've got good stuff man they just they just started pork yep the pork prime box is out now but uh Man, I got that new, all that chicken I got. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. I cooked some brebals last night. They were delish.
2: We have the chicken cooking right now. Have you
0: seen that? That they have uh, chicken now that's lab grown from a Petri dish? The I, FDA just approved it.
1: I don't like to read that kind of shit, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, no, I'm good, dude. We're all terminal.
0: I, 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 want, real, I want real chicken. I don't want no yeah. Petri dish. Does
1: Good Ranchers provide real chicken? Yeah, they, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. From America. Yes. America. 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 So I thought Good Ranchers was just like beef. So it's nice to know. No, they
0: have they have beef, they have they have uh, seafood. They're about to revamp re- their seafood, I heard, but they have beef, the chicken, and then they just they just started the pork stuff. So uh but yeah, man. Their stuff's great man. We'll, we'll The Good we'll, Ranchers. We'll get you some more, man. They've been a good sponsor for us, they take care of us. Uh they do a lot for us actually. Yeah, they do. And we're grateful.
2: Probably too much. <laughs> Probably too much. <laughs> but we're entertaining as hell, so they keep <laughs> us around. Yeah, they yeah, they love us,
0: so <laughs> that's awesome. Y'all's like, numbers suck, but we like y'all. Yeah. Such so. <laughs> that, numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been it's been fun, man. So uh other than that, yeah, the podcast's been going good, man. But it's cool to have you back on. Yeah. I thought this is a cool yeah. idea. So glad we could bring you on, help uh Especially with your fandom. It, it makes it even cooler.
2: Yeah. Hey, and, and you know what? We just got monetized on YouTube. Yeah, we did. Yeah. What's that? Dude, you're, that means we get paid. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, Sweet. You, you, have, you have to have a certain amount of hours of viewers. Okay. Viewers, like, of videos watched mm-hmm. and have a certain amount of followers, and we just eclipsed both of those, and now we're...
1: Man, mm-hmm. I um, I tried to chase, chase some paper through TikTok when I blew up on there. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know man it's I don't know
0: TikTok don't pay a lot though
1: no they don't pay a lot and I don't really trust giving any of my information to TikTok anyway yeah like I won't I won't I don't want to become verified on TikTok because like they have to like scan your ID Uh, yeah and I'm like what do you worry about just stuff and things I would love to talk about this (laughs) just stuff and things yeah and certain people who certain countries who who run run the website and just what could potentially happen in the future with that country and ours and ours. Yeah. A lot. Man, dude i a, love it i don't we, like getting political on
2: <laughs> we're gonna bring you on another cause, episode because <laughs> cancel
1: culture and like man i just i try not to talk about that kind of stuff it's
0: best not to yeah
1: yeah um, it really is. i have i have i have my faith and i have my beliefs but uh i try not to speak on them vocally
2: so what do you think about God no I'm kidding <laughs> me, don't, 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 <laughs> so real
0: quick before before we kick to the music and bring uh, Adrian out what's uh what's new in your world man and think what's 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 the latest in man the train, train so, the train. so
1: some big stuff I um, I got in contact with a uh, an agency out of Nashville okay a 615 agency um, and uh, so they're they're really just trying to help um, people who were on television that got a big following from that mm-hmm. um, but after the TV show went off air then
0: like yes like, you're in a in weird spot right now right,
1: yeah I feel like I'm a dud right now you know so I'm, I'm booking shows still and um, you know I still get noticed everywhere I go but it's like I'm at a point right now where I feel like I'm going to be stuck at this point for the rest of my life and that's not what I want I want to sell out arenas I want to yeah. you know so so uh, this talent agency out of Nashville is hopefully going to kind of help me get get there. So the goal right now is to uh, get to Nashville. Um, we're actually, I hate doing this, man. But in, in today's world, you just kind of have to. Um, just because everything's so damn expensive, we're going to open up a, um, a fundraiser type thing for me. Okay. So we're going to try to raise like 5K. Um, and that's hopefully going to be enough money for me to go out to Nashville for a week, uh, for me and Grace. So that's going to be like plane tickets and a hotel. And while I'm in Nashville, we're going to meet with this 615 guy mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of my buddies I met on Idol who have also signed with 615. Um, so, yeah, so we're the goal is to raise that, um, get to Nashville sometime next month, um, see what's going on out there, man. I have a buddy out there who needs a roommate. So uh, Nashville is kind of where my eyes are right now.
0: Well, let us know about the fundraiser, man. We'd like to help out. And yeah. Like, so we we like to uh, anything we can do to help share stuff like that. Do we'll do it.
1: I don't want to do anything for free. So kind of what I'm thinking is setting up a meet and greet slash fundraiser concert, mm-hmm. and I'll like sing for an hour, and I'll be like, here's my cash app, Venmo, PayPal. Yeah. Y'all feel free to donate, um, and I'll sing y'all some music for an hour, take some pictures, sign some autographs, and. See what I walk away with,
0: dude. Well, let us know. We we want to be there. We'll help promote it for you.
1: That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's that's something we. I want to I want to go to Nashville August eighteenth through twenty fourth. Okay. So like the beginning of August is so probably when so we're you gonna jump on it, man. Yeah, yeah. No, we're 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 working on it right now. I'm so focused on writing music because I have to take original music to Nashville. Okay. They don't fuck with covers over there.
0: Yeah. Hey, man. You got to bring the originals. You got to bring some fire, dude. Yeah. I know. I know when we went seeing you, some of your original songs we were really good. I really, yeah. I really dig those. Um,
1: I got, I got. I'm a pretty good songwriter. I feel like I also have a a buddy who helps me out a lot. Who's who's had um, experience with some big time names like Whiskey Myers and stuff. Oh, nice. So,
0: well, good, dude. We'll just keep us posted. We'll uh, we'll do what we can, man. And we'll I'll share it on my personal. And we'll do stuff and try to help you out how we can. I Absolutely, appreciate, it. appreciate so, it. But I guess. Uh, Let's get Adrian in here, man Let's see what this guy looks like we, I mean, I might try to take him You never know
2: Yeah, right If you don't, I will <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. I ain't doing nothing
0: I'm going to throw him from Vaughn No, uh,
2: we're not doing that Alright, let's no. start the music I'm tapping out
1: Uncle Dale and Vaughn With stories to unfold So sit back, relax, and behold We discuss the life in all its ups and downs Tune in from your side of town Talking pop cultures Movies and TV shows Giving the thoughts and much more. This shit is style closing gadgets galore. Keeping you in entertained, you'll be begging for more. Cause we gon' laugh and hey, maybe even crying. But one thing's for sure, you'll be smiling. Cause Uncle Dale and Vaughn are at your side. So come along, join, and let's ride. They bring the heat. They bring the heat. And the guests, are the guests are supreme. They ain't
0: just a duo. Alright, Torian. We're rolling, dude. We're, We're rolling.
2: Okay. We're here.
0: We got a full house today. We got special guest host, Mr. Trey from the Faye. Howdy. Trey Lewis.
2: Howdy. Some star power here.
0: I know. And then we got <laughs> the one and only Adrian Yanez from the UFC. Oh yeah, local yeah. boy too, man. Oh yeah, here Houston guy, you La, know, right, La right around a La port, La port yes. bulldog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, one of those. There you <laughs> know? Yeah. So so when I when I came across you, we we talked online, and told you about this. I seen uh, one. You have a good following. I was, and then I seen Trey was following you. I was like, I sent it to him. He's like, oh shit, man! Like, he's like big fan. His buddies they they watch all your fights. Uh, so I was like, man, I figured we'd have him in here. One, he's a big UFC guy, fan of yours. Be cool to. Oh yeah, chop I love it that. up, man! I I'm always, just excited yeah, love that. to be here. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to get a hype, man, for you, man. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, he, he was about to go on a tangent right
4: before, right, right before. before we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 let's record, let's record. Yeah, let's, let's hear. It. But yeah, no, I was,
1: I was saying, I think you're one of the the best boxers in the in the UFC right now. You know, you know this more than anybody, but that division you're in is insane. Oh, it's yeah. probably the most difficult, most stacked <laughs> division in the world, dude. Oh, that's that's yeah. The b- Bantamweight. It, it, yes. yes. I mean, you, it, everybody in the top 15, like, you, you just, you're honored to be in the top 15, mm-hmm. man, because everybody in oh. there is just stacked. Oh, yeah. It's but,
0: fucking uh, crazy. Who's lo- holding who lo- the belt right now for Bantam? You're the best gonna ever keep you
2: down.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, and Vaughn. What? Guess what? What? Good Ranchers done did it again. I thought they stopped at the best beef in the country. Then they got sensational all American chicken too. Surely they couldn't redefine another protein source only from American Farm, but guess what? What? They did it. Introducing Good Ranchers prime pork, hundred percent American pork, the steakhouse quality.
2: (laughs) Oh man. You might be thinking I was (laughs) Oh I'm sorry. (laughs) You might be thinking I've never heard of prime pork before. And and that's the problem. Why? Prime Pork has amazing marbling, just like Prime Steak. It's also 25% more tender than regular pork. If you're ready to experience pork and all the meat in its prime, it's time to give Good Ranchers a try.
0: Why haven't you used Good Ranchers before? If you're listening to this, why have Okay, go ahead, launch.
2: I'm talking about the kind of quality that will make you question everything you thought you knew about pork.
0: I've got questions. And pork is on top of, like, that's one of the top questions I have. Yes. About pork. Yeah. But guess what? So head to com. Use our code today, d d Pod. Change the way you buy pork, beef, and chicken today. Make sure you go to com. Explore all the American cuts of prime pork, prime beef, and better than organic chicken. If you tried their beef and chicken before, you know what? It's amazing. Now you got to try the prime pork at least once. Trust me. Use my code DD Pod for
2: $30 off your box at goodranchers.com. Now's the time to get American meat conveniently delivered to your door. Mm. Remember, go to goodranchers.com and use the code DD, D&D Pod. Pod for $30 off of your delivery of America's best beef, chicken, and prime pork today. Good Ranchers. Aljamain
4: Sterling On Joe okay. yeah.
1: Not for long baby <laughs> <laughs> But uh Yeah no man we're, we're I'm excited to watch you fight And every fight I've watched you And you've just Blown me away That uh Was it Randy Costa Is that who you fought Oh yeah That was my favorite fight That was my favorite performance yeah. man Cause you just came back In that second round Yeah and, man that's a dog He got that H-Town <laughs> dog in him
0: Get that dog in him Yeah <laughs>
2: I love, I love it. We, I don't even have to say anything, Trey. No, nah, this it. y'all show, man. I'm a guest <laughs> no. host. No, dude. No, no, no. We got you for this no. for a reason, man. We're, we're your support team today. Yeah,
0: yeah so, so, so uh, early on, uh, so I looked up your like, your background. So you started as a boxer. I guess you, you said your dad was a boxer or a gold glove boxer.
4: Yeah. So actually, like, it, uh, I didn't really even start off boxing. I'd do it like almost like every other weekend, whenever he would have a chance to be off of work. You know, so, like, my dad was, like, one of those guys who'd be working 12-hour 12, twelve hour days, like, six days of the week. So, every single time, come home, be exhausted and shit. So, uh, I really didn't get to pick it up as much as I wanted to, but my first actual martial art was uh, jiu Okay. So, yeah. So, I started off with jiu-jitsu, only did that for three straight years. Then I found another gym where I started learning most of my striking. But I had already had one amateur fight by the time I got there.
0: Wow. What age was
4: that? Uh 18. That was your first amateur fight? No, uh, seven. I was my first amateur fight was seventeen. Had my uh, switch gyms, then I had another amateur fight at eighteen. So, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was weird because I was, like fighting at seventeen. I didn't know how to really throw a punch. Like I knew a couple. I knew how to like to maybe throw an overhand and maybe throw a jab, but like I really didn't know how to do shit. <laughs> so I went in there just as a as a four stripe blue belt, just trying to take somebody down and just beat like beat the guy up and. And then at the time too I was just 17 and like I was fighting a guy that was like 23 years old so I was like f- like really terrified I was like I'm fighting a grown ass man right now <laughs> Like, oh, <my> gosh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: man that's got to be uh I don't know man I don't know if I want to get in the ring get knocked around,
1: dude <laughs> Well that's like uh Raul Rosas Oh know, yeah How old he? 18 17
0: Yeah but I
4: think he's about to turn 19 okay. pretty soon well
1: yeah no that's that's a that's a as far as age, that's a boy amongst men, but he is a talented fighter uh We'll see how it is next time he comes out the first uh, time out was
4: oh uh, yeah yeah good. he 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 had a, a a good debut, but then his second fight uh they put him against like this is where like his first fight was against a a really good guy, but was just one of those guys that would hang around nothing like no, nothing bad to say about him he's a yeah. a good fighter uh but the guy was able to, like, he made one slip up row. Rosas took his back, choked him out. Mm-hmm. And then his next fight, like they, they, they were trying to build him up. Like they're trying to build him up. Right. So with, uh, the guy that he got, Christian Rodriguez, that guy, that guy yes. knows how to wrestle. Yes. That guy knows jujitsu. He knows how to strike. So that next level up was just like, Hey, like we're going to test the waters out. See where you're at. Ran into that guy and you know, happened what happened, happened. You know, you got uh three round, uh, Got lost the unanimous decision, so yeah, that was a good fight for him to have that because that's it's he needed that and he needed that early. He His didn't need that late now, isn't he? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, think no, I don't think so. Chris is that who it was Chris Gutierrez. No, 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 not Chris Gutierrez. Christian okay. Rodriguez. Okay, yeah. Yes.
0: So I mean, you started early, but like I, from what I've seen, your amateur career, you're undefeated though, right? Yeah, six so. and zero
4: is an amateur. They, uh, I think if you look on there, it says I only had four, but I had six. But that was like uh started off in 2011 uh i was still in high school at that time and i remember having i remember missing school for a fight so i was like yeah it was weird it was weird having to explain that one i was like yeah no i went to go fight somebody it was like it was competition sanctioned it was weird i remember telling my math teacher uh telling her i was like yeah this is what i do and she was like She was an older white lady, you know, and I just explained it to her. She's like, why in the hell would anybody want to do that? I'm (laughs) like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, you're too smart. And I'm like, ah, not really. I mean,
2: she does have a point, (laughs) You got to admit. Yeah, why would you want to do that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's (laughs) right. I don't know.
4: I was actually just talking to my media guy, like, last week. He's like, uh, man, it's like, uh, Cause I was at the PI and I look around, all, everybody around me, and they're like, "Man, look at all these like phenomenal fighters here and all that stuff." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "And you're covering, their, you covering uh, one of the guys' story?" And he was like, "Yeah, man. Like, I wonder why they all do it." And I was like, uh, "Cue the childhood
0: trauma like oh, yeah. music yeah. right now." <laughs>
2: <laughs> we need Je- we need Uncle Jesse
0: to come in. <laughs> yeah. What, what What age did you know you wanted to be a fighter, man? Like, I, I, really fight, like.
4: I, I didn't know I really wanted to fight until, uh, like, I actually started training. I did, like, my first kickbox, kickboxing session because this is how it went. I, I went f- I went to that gym for kickboxing. Uh, by the time I had signed up, they took kickboxing away. So it was, like, about two or three months later. And then I was doing cardio kickboxing, and then I jumped into uh, jiu-jitsu. And then after that, like, once I had my first actual, like, jiu-jitsu tournament, I was like... I wanna do this but with punches. Mm-hmm. And then uh after that it just it just turned into a snowball effect and yeah, it just kept rolling. I was like, oh, I really wanna do this but like ah, oh, no, I've always like loved watching like fights like I've always like I'd back in the day I'd be on YouTube you know be
0: Kimbo Slice or watch Kim, Kim,
4: Kimbo Slice bum fights you know that was the way way back then great. yeah <laughs> uh, and all the time uh, oh, watching we were, we we're in high school no yeah, yeah, was, yeah. We're, we're not older <laughs> we jump,
0: jump off the roof yeah. into, a, into a
4: trash can <laughs> so <laughs> I would always see that and I'm like yeah that, that's that like the bum fights part that was just because of just pure enjoyment but at the same time uh like watching the sport of like boxing and all that stuff, that was always like one of those things that like that, you know. I, I you would always see those big guys in the NFL and all that stuff. So I already knew I was never going to be like the the NFL guy or like a, a baseball guy. You know, Jose Jose Altuve prove me wrong right now. But mm-hmm. uh, I just, <laughs> uh, but I just knew I was never the biggest guy. So I was like, you know what, boxing. Uh, they like I, I would see Manny Pacquiao, Oscar De La Hoya, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Juan Manuel Marquez. Like seeing them. And, man, like, them going at it, having wars with all these guys, and, like, man, I thought that was, like, that was the coolest thing in the world. And also, also too, it was, like, a bonding moment for me and my dad because, like, my, every single time he would have family over, watch fights, like – it. it like every time that there was fights going on, there was like it was like it was cued with a great experience attached to it. Yeah. So like it just made me fall in love with it in that way. And then later on in life, whenever I'm like the one fighting, like and I see the support behind, yeah, it's, I bet it's, it, it cues those exact same feelings.
1: I uh, I, I feel like the same way with like watching fights. I feel the most part is just it's a good excuse to get people together, you oh, know, yeah. drink a couple of beers, you know, hang out. And just watch people beat the shit out of each other. That's <laughs> fun, dude. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, yeah. it <laughs> I do it yeah. every, every time there's a card. I do it. You know, yeah. if it's just myself or if there's friends coming over, you know, I just – I love watching – Combat sports, man, it's a, it's such a they're fun, such a fun guy. You know, I am that big guy that says, "Oh, I could have beat him, <laughs> I could have done that."
0: He's like, "He's one thirty-five, yeah. I can take him." But <laughs> dude, no,
1: he was saying, man, these little guys are tearing it up right now. One twenty-five <laughs> and one thirty-five. Oh yeah, is an insane what's, dude. What's one twenty-five?
4: What's that's that flyweight? That's flyweight. flyweight. Yes. Yeah. man, that's life. They tearing
1: it up, dude. You don't know <laughs> who's gonna hold the belt right now, dude. I mean,
4: it's it's, it's absolutely crazy. It's nuts. You know, the the guy uh, that holds the the bannerweight belt uh sterling man that he's good he doesn't get the credit he deserves just because of like uh he took a knee against uh he took a a, an illegal knee my bad sorry Uh, he took it against uh peter yawn and people thought he was acting but like that that knee like hit the side of the temple and that really like didn't really at at the time in the moment looking at him it doesn't look like he's like he looks like he's good, but, like, when he went to go check, they're like, yeah, no. It's a good thing they stopped it because it was about to get bad. Oh. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't get the credit he deserves, you know. And then also unfortunate luck of, like, the the opponents that he had, like uh, Tita Dillashaw, you know, with him and his dislike- dislocating his shoulder. Even though I feel like the same thing would have happened anyways. But, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, no, he's super tough, super, super cool guy. But, yeah. And then also in the flyweight division now, he got... Pantoja, who just took the belt from Moreno, and, man, that was a hell of a fight, man. If y'all don't, like... You run that back. Yeah, I want to see that again. Like, I would 100% see that again, but... And then also, like, if I want to say I want to see that run that back. Then another guy who deserves the the the, um, the shot, Brandon Royval. If y'all don't watch, mm-hmm. if y'all watch that guy, that guy is an absolute monster. If you love like rock and sock him type of fights, he's that yep. guy. Oh yeah, go watch he's his highlights. Bangs. Stands in bangs. He doesn't I care like if he that. gets rocked. A lot of flyweights and, are like that. Oh right yeah,
1: Pantoja was like that a little bit, man.
4: Yeah, I love that man. And then he'll
1: Spock. backpack you for three rounds and take <laughs> it. <laughs> they take w-
4: it. they won't just punch each other and be like, all right, cool, you're gonna fall or no, they're like, no. I'm gonna make you fall like uh, I'm gonna yeah. get you tired. I don't care I love it what do, <laughs> What do you walk around at? man, so out of camp, depending like how a lot far in between a fight I'll get, but these last couple like uh before Miami and right now, like I've been like in in between sixty to like maybe sixty seven on a terrible day sixty seven but on cool. a good day, sixty cool. you know, you know, just depends. <laughs> It's a pretty good little cut though. <laughs> it is, it is, man. Uh, this these last couple, like uh whenever I fought in Austin, that one they have like slowly but surely gotten worse. Like the uh Davy Grant fight, I almost passed out on like passed out, like after that cut. Uh my the one in Austin, that Tony Kelly fight, that one got pretty bad. I like I was like pulling it like I was like I got word that he was gonna miss weight, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I can just be like, nah, I catch weight. But a part of me was like, no, I want his twenty, thirty percent. So I was mm-hmm. like, so I ended up jumping in and cutting the rest of the weight, and yeah, that one sucked really bad. I remember like jumping <laughs> on the scale and being like, I was like, I thought I was done and said thirty six point like four, and I was just like. I just looked at myself and I just said, fuck it, I'm missing weight. <laughs> I said, fuck it. I looked at my training pilot, I was like, I'm fucking done, I swear. And then they're like, they're like, hey, bro, just take a chill pill, relax. You're gonna be good by the time you weigh in. And I was like, fuck it, all right. And then at the time I was just like, alright, cool. Like I didn't realize that I had like uh the the underwears that I used to jump into the pool, like the Epsom salt bath was still on, so I was, like, took it off. I was like, alright. Fuck it! If I had to weigh in naked, I'm weighing in naked. I don't give a shit. So, yep. but yeah, I made weight, I made weight that time. This last one was pretty bad.
2: So I've always wanted to know what the process of cutting. To yeah. me, I mean, of course, I'm never going to fight. I, I don't have time. Um, <laughs> but the process of cutting. So a little backstory is I, I got into wrestling in college because I I went to school here at Clear Creek High School. And then I went to school at Oklahoma State University. Okay. And they in wrestling. I thought wrestling was the coolest thing in the world. I mean, not for me, but for them. <laughs> and uh there was a cutting weight. So what does cutting weight look like in the UFC? Like how what's the process? Is everybody the same? How's
4: everybody treats their cuts differently? Like I have a training partner who who'll tell me he, he's getting fat and weigh one fifty two and like will not have like a single like extra pound this guy has like his probably like maybe two percent body fat on him right now and i'm just looking at him like how are you saying you're fat like i don't get it like me i'm mexican i love food so like i know when i get fat it's fluffy extra carbs i look at you and i'm just like bro you just you just sodium packed that's all you are Then he cuts, like, he just, like, does a session, he's like, oh, yeah, you were right. Like, yeah, shut the fuck up, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. No, uh, like, some people, it's literally three days. Some people, it's eight weeks. Some people, it's 12 weeks. Some people, it's two. Like, it varies between person to person. Like, for me, I have a process where, like, all right, cool. So if I have eight weeks away from a fight, I start eating healthy, start doing the things I need to do to, like, make sure I start having, like, my training practices are, like, like I'm performing good during my training but also still dropping the unnecessary weight that I had like before beforehand so trying to get from like 65 to like 57 and then after that I kind of try to maintain that until like maybe 2 3 weeks out and then after that then it gets a lot more stricter and I'm like all right cool I can't have I can't have the soda that I wanted but I can have uh, a little bit of fruit extra fruit that I want and all that stuff it just depends and then the week before, so Saturday to Saturday. No, actually Friday to the Sat. Friday I start Friday, so usually we start like a. F- I start like a fiber load, so I end up just shitting my brains out. I for love the whole that. week. I love doing <laughs> so that for the whole weekend. I love that. So yeah. That. So that's that's how that's <laughs> what you do. That's uh, that process is the probably the worst process because like they make they. Like, the UC sends me, like, a list of, like, hey, you need this, you need this, you need this. Uh, and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. I, just, I already know what it is. I already know what y'all want me to do, so fuck. So I end up sitting there, going through my grocery list and just being like, yeah, they really want me to really fiber load this time around. I that I think they think I gained too much weight. They think I'm fat. So I'm like, all right. So do that, and then after that, that's whenever we start doing the water loading. that's, to me... Is the worst part because it's it's you're just like chugging two gallons of water every day. That's a chore. Yeah, and it it sucks because then like I so that Monday like the worst for me is that Monday is I still have I'm still going to my training sessions. I'm still here in Houston. All right, cool. So I'm in Laporte. I have to drive to the Heights, and in the morning it's nice. It's like twenty five, thirty five minute drive in the morning. Those sessions where I got to go later on at night, like at six o'clock, those are the ones that piss me off because every single time you get out, you know, 225 is just stacked (laughs) with those plants. So I'm sitting there just like in traffic having to piss my – like I am mad. I am angry. I'm just like – what the fuck,
2: guys? Get the fuck out the
4: way! I'm about to piss myself.
2: Get the fuck out the way. Oh, so uh, you just gotta throw that thing in a bottle. Yeah, oh, man. I, I
4: learned last time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, man. And and here's a, it just starts running through you. That like yeah. you think it might be like a, a like oh man you know just a small leak. Nah, that small leak turns to as soon as you break the seal, it just it's fucking hard. just goes. You yeah. Might as well sit when you pee. Yeah, like, you don't yeah. need to get up. <laughs>
0: man. That, and, that would be tough. And, Two
2: gallons of uh, water is. Oh,
4: oh yeah, but then you then so I what I like to do is I like to do like a twenty four hour fast before the weigh ins. So if I weigh in at ten a.m., my last meal is at ten a.m. Uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. till until like after I weigh in like 10, a, ten a.m. Friday. So everything stops. I might stop drinking my water maybe like around eleven or twelve, but as soon as you take that last sip of water, you just you're, you're 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 so happy you're done with it, but two hours later you're just like, "Fuck, I wish I had some more water." <laughs> and then that next day you're just like, "Why why the fuck was I complaining about two gallons of water? I'm fucking dying right now." A bit, yeah.
0: Mm. So y'all do. They, so they have the weigh-ins that you see like on TV. That's just for show, right? That's, yeah that that's
4: just- that that now has turned into a show that used to be the actual uh, weigh-ins at that time, which I thought was pre- which I thought was pretty cool at that time. But like once. Uh, This was before I started fighting, and then this was before, like, the Texas commission was, like, uh, because I had predominantly had only fought in in Texas Mm -hmm. uh, beforehand, so I was fighting locally and all that stuff, so a lot of times they would say, like, 3 o'clock, but the commission would barely be showing up at 5, so 5 p.m., that's when we would be weighing, so I thought that was normal, and then later on, uh, when everything started changing, USC started doing, like, early morning cuts and all that stuff and started doing the show's the show for like I was like ah, they're not really stepping in on it but now like I'm a part of it and I like I get to step in early and then do that little face off. You know, it's it's pretty cool. I love it. I love it, you know.
2: You ever get mad on uh, those face offs and try to fight somebody? Uh
4: I I, th- I think the only time that I had really gotten pissed off was the UFC San Antonio. No, a uh, UFC uh, Austin. Whenever I fought Tony Kelly, that's the only yeah. time I had like that was the bad been. blood that one. Though, anyway. Yeah, yeah that one, that one. Warped. I remember
1: when that fight ended, dude. You were yeah, f- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: That one was legitimately like bad blood, bad blood. And it, and honestly, I. Man, I really didn't do too much. He was just him,
0: japping his mouth, and I'm yeah. Just like, I, it I, was it was more one sided. I know that. He yeah, would just run his mouth towards you.
4: Yeah, because I'm like he was he was uh yeah that he's he's still so mad so salty about it. But, like, it's like uh, I love
1: the meme where he's playing the fucking guitar. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he tried
4: he tried to do a version of me on it, and I'm just like it doesn't even fit. Like it doesn't fit. And then I just reposted him on Twitter, and like Twitter was just just started fucking just just. Twitter did what Twitter does, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. Just had them have it, you know. You started blocking so many people, like here's it like it's like I won this, I won this, uh, I won this. Like he, he blocked me, he doesn't, he can't take it. He can dish it out, but he can't take it. I'm like, yeah, fuck the guy, <laughs> you know. Actually, he's
2: here. Yeah. No. I
4: was like, it seems right. There's a lot of white people here. <laughs> yeah. the <ambulance>. oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: oh uh, that's hilarious you're
1: gonna get me me dale and vaughn on commentary (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: yeah yeah. absolutely i'm not hitting anybody (laughs) we've got a first aid kit in the house (laughs) my wife will clean everybody up (laughs) (laughs) no i'm with you fuck that guy
4: (laughs) yeah he like yeah it was weird how that all that all even started like he supposedly said something in a corner uh something about brazilians fighting dirty and all that stuff and like twitter took it and ran with it i wasn't even watching the fights at that moment and i just started getting tagged left and right tagged left and right and then gilbert burns was like hey whoever, whoever like whoever this guy fights next i was gonna you see was yeah. like ever pumping
0: you up to beat him huh? yeah
4: so that like everybody was like like hey no Gian has got some Yann's got some and i did have him so it's like yeah Dude. but uh yeah, he started like he. Only, I think he only did one interview, uh, one interview because nobody else really wanted to interview him. Like he didn't even do like the UFC media, like interviews and wow. all that stuff. Yeah, so they they're just like, no, nah, we're done with him. So but, you haven't
2: talked to him since.
4: Oh, he DMs me every once in a while, just trying, talking shit. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> he DM me this last time after I fought, and like uh, I think uh, after the last time he like he stayed in my DMs. For, I, I would say for about a month or so or some shit like that, but it was like we're just talking shit to each other back and forth and all that, you know, uh, he got mad that I put him on. Oh, I, I saw him at UC San Antonio too. So, uh, Don Cerrone, like we got in each other's faces at UC San Antonio, but Don Cerrone broke us up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like literally we don't like each other. <laughs> it's like, we Cerrone seems like a cool dude. Huh? Oh, he's I super cool. Cowboy, yeah. He's super he cool, He seemed like a cool cat. Yeah. As soon as we walked into the bus, it's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I was like, I know what? I was like hey, <laughs> you took the words right out my mouth, cowboy. of <laughs> He's got the respect to say <laughs> yeah. whatever he wants. too. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, man! Uh, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Sí, señor." <laughs> <All right. laughs> I was like, "Yes, yes, it's all like, yeah, I got you." That's but also, way. he made a lot of good points walking to the to the bus. He's like, "Hey, man, you're in right in front. Of him. Like, all right, I I, I understand." Has you that know? been
0: your favorite, most favorite win, to Austin? Was that?
4: Was... I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that was my most favorite win. My most probably my most favorite win is probably the my debut. That's my most favorite win, just yeah. because I felt like that one was like. Uh, was that one that was real quick. That was that was the uh head kick. Yeah, the head
0: kick. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. a that crazy
1: was, head kick. Dude, yeah. I watched
0: it I watched it earlier. I'm like, "Oh my god, dude. That's got to Is it feel like butter when you kick him in the head?" It uh it hurt? it hurt my
4: toe. <laughs> yeah, my toe cuz I was aiming to hit him with the shin, but he ended up like j- it looked like he grabbed the fence to j- to jolt off and run the other way. So it it made me like like where I would have landed with my shin it made me just land with my foot. Oh. Yeah, so that whole entire that whole entire weekend I'm just limping around just like he's like, "Man, you you didn't like you didn't do anything. You 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 beat him up. You won. I'm just like, yeah, but my fucking toe caught his chin. <laughs> I was like, like, it hurts. I stubbed like, my toe on his fucking face. That's <laughs> like, damn, that was worse than actually like stubbing my toe on the side of the like little uh, uh, on the side of the door. Man. Yeah, it hurt. Did you? Man. uh
2: Did you? It didn't break it. No,
4: surprisingly, no. I I swung that leg as hard as I can, <laughs> man. So it it didn't break. But even my manager was like, you're limping around a little bit too much, man. Let, let's uh. Let's go get that checked out. Never got it
0: checked out. (laughs) So, but you're a black belt jujitsu, right? Yes. So all I mean, like I said, in all your knockout, all your your wins in UFC, I've read were all KO or TKOs, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Except for the
4: David, except for the David Grant one. That's the only one. That's the only one. That was a fun fight too. Well, okay. how'd you win that one that was a that was a split decision okay. it should have been unanimous but that judge tony weeks don't know how to judge shit yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's actually here mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man did yeah.
1: ufc judges do sometimes they'll ruin a whole card bro
4: yeah well it's like it's not even the uh ufc judges it's it's a uh, it's they're appointed by the commission uh so uh, so, uh, they're appointed by the commission to work events that they'll the UC will request, uh, like if they go somewhere else, like Herb Dean is like, I think he's out of Nevada. So, anytime like they ask him, like, if they go to New York, they'll, they'll personally ask like, "Hey, can we get like Herb Dean, mm-hmm. like higher qualified people to work to work those UFC events?" You know, so that's where they that's where they have control over. But the judges and everything else, they don't, I don't they don't have any control mm-hmm. over that. So uh, it's usually all commissions and it. Like I, I harp on this all the time because, like in Texas, Texas judges have gotten it wrong so much that now fighters like Brandon Moreno, like he doesn't want to fight in Texas. He doesn't want like just the whole like commission department is just it's not it's not good it's shit you know why
0: why is that you think
4: I have no idea like I think uh, there should be like something added something like you need like I feel like there needs to be another incentive to be like hey like like we need to see your scorecards why did you score it this way why did you uh, like so like a close fight okay. Let, let's just say it literally could have gone either way. Explain to me why you picked this person over this person. And then in fights that is a bad, like, as a terrible example, you had, like, a, a guy who did all the damage and then a guy who just wrestled, put him on the fence for, like, let's just say, you know, just didn't do no damage, didn't do anything to him, just put him down, changed levels. They would get, like, let's just say 10 takedowns. Just, for example, 10 takedowns had some control time, but the other guy, every time the guy got up, did the most damage, rocked him, you know, but the judges gave it to the other guy. I I feel a way about those type of situations because I feel like nine out of ten times the judges get it wrong. Because whenever they look at the scoring criteria, the, the uh, change, like the takedowns and everything don't equate to shit. Like, they're not supposed to. Like, it goes in tier list. It goes off of damage, then it goes to the next criteria, then it goes to the next criteria, then it goes to the next, you know, before they'd be like, all right, cool, this person got it. We're like, we're this this is the 10-10. Uh, this is the 10-10 round, you know, hmm. before they go before they go to all of that. But uh, Texas, for some reason, just even in boxing, they don't get it right. Like, they, they just, like, I think they just had, like, scorecards, uh, terrible scorecards not too long ago uh, in a recent boxing fight where everybody was just calling it a weird decision, even though the pers- the right person won, they are just like, this 99 to, like, 91 scorecard was bullshit, you know? Just, yeah, it's just all over the place, man. Like, I love I love certain oh, wow. people in the commission. I love certain people in the commission. Like, they, they got my respect. I love those guys. Like, Ramsey's one of those guys. He's just uh, one of those guys that I continue. Every time I see him, it's always hi. It's always what's up. Uh, like, people I see, like, almost every other weekend that I'm able to, like, talk to, like, those guys, they're not a part of the judges, but they are a part of, like, hey, like, whenever you're wrapping your hands and all that stuff, so I see those guys all the time. Great people. It's just the scoring and the actual, like, refing of fights, you know, like, uh, I think in uh, uh, in March, I think uh, March, a couple guys, uh, there was a couple guys on a regional show that a guy got choked unconscious, and it was just, the guy was holding it, the he was choked unconscious and also the guy had an arm bar. So it was a it was a triangle arm bar. So he got put to sleep and also got his arm broke. But he would stayed in that position for like way too long. They sent him straight to the hospital. The ref was just it was the ref was just looking at him the whole entire time. Like looked like for like it looked like fifteen, twenty seconds the guy was oh, out yeah. and he was just looking at him like, bro, this that's not good. And then my own personal uh experience, I was cornering a guy in Texas City and it was like the stop. Like I'm yelling at the the ref to stop it. He's not doing shit, and he's getting the guys just getting beat down. And I'm just like, like stop it. Like there's no there's no fight left. Like even, it was it was so bad that the uh, that the DJ thought that the fight was over. The ref the the officials outside of the cage thought that the fight was over. So the DJ's sitting there playing the music and the the fight's still going on. I'm just like like. <laughs> If I had a towel at that moment, I was gonna throw it. But man, the guy was just sitting there, just looking there. And I even go inside the the cage like, well, "Are you a fucking idiot, bro?" Mm. Like he took way too much damage for my liking. I'm like, "Like man, look, I can understand letting the guy fight, but the, like the guy's just he's just like every time he got hit was just bouncing. I'm like, hey, <laughs> stop, <laughs> right. he's there. He's there. stop, man. Dude, That's that's not that's crazy. why it's kind of
1: hard for me to like criticize early stoppages." Like especially, I mean, it was, it was like your favorite fighter. Yeah. Just like, Man, if you just gave him a little bit more time, he'd have came back. But like, at the same time, you have no idea from a fan standpoint on a couch how yeah. much damage that really yeah had a toll on him. Like, it doesn't look. For example, the Aljamain pewter Yan fight. You know, like it 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 didn't really look like a crazy knee. But from somebody sitting on the couch, I have no idea how much pain Alja is yeah
4: then. yeah. It's it's definitely one of those weird ones because like uh, me as a fighter looking in like guy who's in the cage but also like the coach who also coaches guys and also is like I started off as a fan so at the same time like I look at it I'm like I go through all three I go through the fan nah he got a fucking guy up he can do it and mm-hmm. then the coach me is like you know what I'm glad that they stopped it like it it didn't look like it was in a good position he may may or may not have been able to work out of it and then the fighter part of me is like nah man he's good he's good to go like I let me die in there and all that stuff you know so it's like that's I go through like three phases but at the same time like I it. it everybody's always different too because there's some there's some people who feel like they can keep on going but they can't they're like the yeah. work you're just like hey a lot of
1: <laughs> adrenaline I can you know you,
4: you can see that like uh, Shane Burgos versus uh, Edson Edson Barboza. that is the craziest yeah. fucking
1: knockout I've ever watched live that was dude. wild what
4: happened what happened to that one so he, they're fighting, had, having a great fight. And then Barbosa just throws a hell of a right hand, wow. hits the guy, and in that moment, we're all, everybody's looking because they look like they're still going to continue to fight. And you just see Burgos just starts taking steps back, steps back, and he just starts like falling down, and it just optically you're just like what the fuck just happened like that like that guy just quit Mm -hmm. but then you look at the replay and they zoom in on his eyes and you just see him get hit he was rocked he's no he's for a second for like he was trying to will like the the a doctor explained it he his mind was so strong that he was trying to will his body into staying in the fight but his body just said, pretty much, was like, "Hey, fuck you, <laughs> we're going down." <laughs> so, like in like in real time, whenever they're looking at his eyes, his eyes are like looking straight, and then ever so slightly they just start to cross. And as soon as they start to cross, you can see him start walking back and falling down. That
2: was wild. Uh, I, yeah, I he had a couple more rounds. It was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let him go. <laughs> That's what was freaky. Yeah. It
1: was like, "Ooh, that was nice." Now what? And then all of a sudden, he just starts falling back. It, that no. was wow. That was here in Houston too.
0: Oh, really? I was here in Houston. Man, yeah. I missed who that was, who was your favorite sports. fighter growing up? Who, who'd you favorite fighter growing up?
4: Uh, so it, I had a I had a lot. I had a lot. I had like Jose Aldo back in the WEC days, and then uh, my favorite fighter in the UFC at the time was uh, was Cain Velasquez. Uh, favorite big dude. Favorite favorite fighter uh, in all sports was Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. So, like especially. Uh, Especially coming up because he was ferocious, he didn't care. He just wanted to go after you. Like, I don't know. There was just something about like him being small and ferocious and like throwing heavy shots. And then after, once they interview, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's very soft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, that's what that's what always like. Maybe be like, huh, that's so fucking cool. I like that.
0: You know. Hey, if USC was back like in the old days, would you would you join in with the open open classes? You know what? I, I'm
4: I I. I Probably do it. I'd more than likely would do it. I spar like I sparred a heavyweight just uh, last week. So how'd that go? Uh, That was fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'll give us in context. He's an amateur heavyweight. Okay, but he is like about six six one six two like two fifty. So I was like, that's (laughs) big. But yeah, no, I felt the way because he had he had punched out. He had punched one of his uh, teammates out, and I just remember being there like, wait, I'm too good. I'm better than that guy. I'm I'm going there. I'm going to show him a thing or two. for the most part, I was. And the next, thing you know, like I landed a good shot, sat him down. And I remember just looking over, like, look, see, you don't break your, you don't break. You know, this is this this is the coach part of me being like, you don't break your fucking training partners, bro. Like, you need them. You only had you only had one extra guy, and you broke him, Like, stop it, stop. He's like, you don't like how that felt, did you? And he's like, he's like, oh, you asked me to. I was like, now I got to have a whole different conversation with the guy. Damn it, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so I'm like damn it dude Trello yeah. Spar
2: would you <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> hey, 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 hey.
4: And
1: uh dude I got a solid right <laughs> just dropped every opponent I've come in contact with there
4: you go oh, I, I don't
1: see it coming
4: <laughs> did y'all see that guy uh, the guy uh, Chris Curtis was fighting in the gym this guy was like I had 200 street fights I'd never been dropped never been knocked out or anything like that and then he goes up there and spars Chris Curtis and Chris Curtis hands him, absolutely just hands him his ass on a platter. And the guy at the end of it was like "It's like it's a cardio issue, bro. I don't have a That's my and, excuse every time. <laughs> and Chris Curtis is like he gets smashed, starts so throwing off his gloves. He's like he's like, Man, he's like I'm I'm telling you right now, you, you step on that mat, I'm changing your life. And I was like, that's that w- I would be pretty terrified if it was was yeah. with the other guy. I'd been like, yeah, I'm out <laughs> yeah, of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah.
2: There was this YouTube guy. I used to. I don't know why, but I loved following him. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he acted like he was some big badass fighter. He'd go into these UFC training camps. Oh gosh. And just get his. He would start running around, like literally jump over the the cage and everything else. He was he was like this. Something was wrong mentally mm. in his head. I, like I cannot it. remember literally. the guys. <laughs> I cannot remember the guy's name. He's famous for it. Okay. If it's
4: it's that meme guy all over, because me and my training partner still share his meme, where it's like, I think it's the Charlie Zenoff. There yeah, it is. We, yeah, we we share we share we share them every once in a while. It's like, yeah, you beat that guy, but you'd never beat this guy. <laughs> and We send a picture of Charlie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. You hey, never beat this it, guy. His
2: record, he, he always says, my you know my record's two eighty seven and zero. And yeah, like
4: <laughs> he, he would just walk into like a twenty four hour fitness, throw some guy gloves, and be like, let's go. <laughs> the guy'd be like, what? And just start getting decked in the face, like, whoa, bro, Charlie Zelenhoff. Yeah.
1: Zelenhoff.
2: Something like yeah. that. Dude, he's a trap, dude.
1: You, you fucking cracked me up. I don't know if y'all saw this video, but I don't know where you were at, but it was where the TV was, <laughs> and he's got these two kids, and they're sitting there watching his fight. Like oh against yeah, against shoe store, yeah, yeah. against Randy, wasn't
4: it? Yeah, that was against Randy. Yeah, that, that <laughs> one. Uh, there, there's a little bit more context to that to that video because they walked in, and I was sitting there. I was like, because I'm working with the Space City now, like Space City Collective shoe store. Uh, yeah, I got, like, don't don't look at my shoes right now. They're, they're not the ones that they get. <laughs> yeah, I got I got some forces. Leave me alone, guys. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we walk in there. We're doing something. Uh, we're doing something. We're shooting some content with them. And the next, you know, those guys walk in. I think they were trying to sell or do a trade. And they walk in. They have my fights going on and all that stuff. They, they just start. You see one of the guys start looking. Then you start looking. They start watching the fights. And then. My camera guy is, like, sitting there just looking at me. I'm just like, what are you, what's going on? He's like, the other guy's like, damn, that kid's getting pieced up. And I just look over. I look back at my camera guy. And my camera guy is, like, looks dead into my eyes and just goes, yeah, man. That guy in the blue shorts sucks, right? And I'm just like, I'm just like. I was like, damn, I look over at the guys and I look at my, my, my media. I was like, all right, just roll it. And let's roll it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, so you pretty much like, they were already playing with, playing with fire. He just added lighter fluid. Yeah. He was like, fuck it. He said, fuck it. Let's just fucking burn these guys. And I was like, all right, uh, and then one of them actually was like, "Oh shit, no, that really is him." And the other guy just was like, "Nah," the whole entire time. This, it was hilarious. He actually left his friend at the store. Like he took off after that phone call. I just never probably left his friend yet. <laughs> it, was,
1: <laughs> it's, it looked embarrassing, man. It, it felt like secondhand embarrassment from the guy. I, I'm
4: not gonna lie to you. It after after I that was posted, I was like because I'm just one of those. I, I don't know. I, I, like I'm way too nice. My camera guy is like. You're just way too nice, man. I was like, yeah. Do all I love know, about you though? I was like, <laughs> I'm just sitting back. I'm like, man, don't tag him. Actually, let's try to blur her face out. And he's like, "No. <laughs> no, we're not tagging and I was like, kid yeah, yeah. I was like, and I was like no. <laughs> and pretty much he's just like, "Look, man, this is the first time you ever meet a like a online troll person." He was like, I was like, yeah, that might feel good, but then at the same time I was like, ah, I don't feel good about it. But he was like, "I'm telling you, don't feel bad about it." Because somebody would do that to you, I was like, "Yeah, you're right. Put it out." No, <laughs> so yeah, and then that's
0: hilarious. I did see it on your uh, page because yeah. like they share. So what is that? It's basically, it's a that's like a sneakerhead store, right? It's a yeah a
4: sneakerhead store. They got all the hype beast stuff and all that. Uh, yeah, every time I walk in, they're like, "Hey, look what we got!" And I'm like, "Oh, how much is that? Is that like two hundred dollars?" Like like bump that front they're like hey I'm like well, what do you mean they're like that's five G's right there that you're holding I was like what the fuck yeah like why do you, why is this in my hand put this on the put this on the counter bro five G's. yeah why where are they located at It's right there off of uh forty five uh forty five uh ah forget the street it's off of forty five but you gotta go past the belt. you gotta go past the beltway okay that's just a probably rightqua yeah. area yeah just around just oh, around Kru. just a little bit past Fuquay. yeah okay yeah it's it's a man shoes man they had like some travis scott's they're like they're like yeah 5g's and then they started they they play it it's not out yet we haven't put out the content yet but it's uh they're telling me to guess how much each shoe pair like pairs of shoe cost yeah and i'm sitting here like oh man these are probably a thousand maybe like, they're in the case they're a thousand they're they pulled they pulled some shoes up for me they're like how much do you think it's like i don't know maybe like seven thousand he's like bro you're you're underselling this shoe this is like this is a this is a fifteen thousand dollars shoe.
2: Like I think so. Yeah. I'm like fuck. I'm like all right. But yeah, that, you go a little bit further down the road. Go to Harwin. You can get them real cheap there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got I got
1: these boots from Old Harwin. Yeah, there you go, man. Hey,
2: you know what? I was just thinking. I
4: was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go shop at Skechers. Now. Oh, yeah, there. You <laughs> go. Shop at Skechers. Dude, get, some, get some of those <laughs> yeah. shoes
2: with like the that fix your back. Oh yeah, Dude, those, those are was... awesome. You can jump high in those. So
0: what what did you fight in before UFC? Like so. I, were you a pro before then? or? The-
4: oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, pretty much like you turn pro on the regional scene. So you turn you're an amateur. Uh, consider it kind of like uh, amateurs as the amateurs as the high school, like your high school. Okay. Like you're going out there, you're playing, you know, you're getting your reps in and all that stuff, getting you prepared for college, which is the regional scene here. And, like, you got regional, like, you got regional, like, you can go travel for fights and all that stuff. They go Florida, Miami, uh, California, and, like, in San Jose or wherever, like, they have fights at, Nevada. Uh, We got a really good solid base here in Houston with Fury. uh, With Fury, and then also another uh, Texas one, uh, Elevate. They're coming up, they're starting to do bigger things. Every show is getting bigger. But, yeah, like, a lot of these guys, they fight on Fury. Uh, LFA and all that stuff before they like get it signed on to a bigger promotion so uh, yeah I was with uh, Fury and LFA for most of my uh, most of my pro career and pretty much like I'm glad I did because you know they treated me right like a lot of these promotions will be like a lot of these promotions would be like alright well, you are gonna get 100 a 100 100 to show 100 to show up 100 to show up 100 to win and then your per diem is gonna be like $10 a day. You know, I'm like, oh shit. All right. <laughs> but yeah, here, I've always got to fight. I only got to travel, I traveled like about two or three times. I went to Dallas twice and in Belton, but that's still like two hour driving, two hour driving distance to Belton and maybe like four hours to Dallas. But that was still fun. It was still fun, even though you had to cut weight on the way over there. But. <laughs> Yeah, it was, the, the it was Bucky so stops there, yeah, no Bucky Yeah, no Bucky on the way back. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my first stop. Yeah, <laughs> that's my first stop. Every every single time that we would travel up there, we always stop. We always stopped at Bucky's, just. Just because, man, I had to get that smell. I had to get the smell of the kolaches, man. <laughs> I had to smell them. Yeah. And then coming back, I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm getting. So, yeah.
0: So, when you were first, I guess when you were training to live in the port, what, what were you doing? Like, you just had, you had like a normal job while you are still training? Yeah.
4: For, uh, for, the, for the most part, yeah. Like, I was, uh, so whenever I was the amateur, I was working in the plants in Baytown. I was working at Exxon and just pretty much just checking for leaks and all that stuff and then i ended up like this was like the coolest part about like the parents that i had uh i told my dad like i really don't want to i really don't want to do this for the rest of my life like i really don't want to like have this bullshit job that i hate waking up at 5 a.m in the morning going there and then depending on how the work was i didn't know my work schedule i probably wasn't even training maybe like two two times a week so i was like i don't want this life and he's like yeah, me and your mom were talking about it. We don't think you should either. Like, you you love fighting, go chase it. And I was like, oh, I thought this job, I thought my talk was gonna be a lot long, longer. I, I thought I was gonna have like, we're gonna have to set expectations, this and that. And next, thing you know, turns out they're like, no, like we see you miserable. You don't like doing this shit. You know, you want want you go do some something that you want to go do. And I was like, all right. He's like, we'll support you. And then next, thing you know, I'm there for about, I'm there for a good while training. Just training, and then my coach decides to hire me on as a as a as a coach as as assistant. So working there with him for for the longest time, and then my dad passes away, and then from there, I pretty much had to take the role of my dad's spot at the house and be like, "All right, cool. I got to get a road. I got to get a job." But I had to like for me, it was so imperative for me to find a job that I was able to go train, and I was I ended up working at the city of dirt park and perfect schedule 8 8 a.m to 5 p.m my training starts at 6 at the time it was like 6 15 uh the pro session was at 7 30 so yeah that worked out for me for the longest time until COVID happened Then that kind of shit on all the plans but uh was able to get an early morning workout and then go work and then pretty much go go train afterwards you know so that was cool for the longest time and then COVID hit, changed everybody's schedule and yeah. yeah what
0: were you doing for your part I
4: was pretty much the guy that everybody hated to see. Everybody hates to see, see the water meter guy. Yeah, no, no, not that guy. <laughs> not that guy. That guy, I was cool with that guy. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was the water meter guy. I was the guy that checked everybody's water, gave everybody their water bills. and
0: pretty did, you, much did, it you just, did you hook your buddies up, say it was less? <laughs> I wish. You can't do that? No, no, I didn't oh, really do that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <But, laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Well, no, wait, he's not still doing it. Yeah, no, so... Uh, <laughs> He said he was good at his
0: job. He just did it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> No, and then uh, the one time a month that I hated was the shut off days. Oh. All of those days, I hated those days. <laughs> That's tough, I, man. It, it, it felt like I was robbing people at the same time. Like every time I go up there, I'd go up to the house, turn their key. I, that, like because I, I hated. Like I'm, I feel like I, I'm like I'm more of. I use like the millennial terms like an introvert. Like, I, yeah. like I'm like just. I, I just want to stay away from like any confrontation and all that yeah. stuff. And there's like one time I ever got confronted, and that was like, like I remember just walking out the guy's backyard. And that's also the thing too. There's a couple people, like couple houses where they, they were in the front, they're in the back, like in the old the older homes. So I had to go into the back, and yeah, fuck, like it gave me like it almost gave me a hatred for dogs at times. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I love dogs, but then man, working there just made me be like. Oh man there's a dog back here fuck this dog he's a <laughs> asshole every time i come by he's just like fucking just like like uh he's he's like just foaming at the mouth just to get me i'm like ah eh. But then after I left, I was like, you know, the dogs aren't that bad. You know, it's just the
0: owner. And I was like, yeah, but. Magnus, uh. bring my dog out. <laughs> the, <fun> thing, <laughs> yeah. the bad thing is somebody would confront you, like, physically. It had be, to be bad news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was going to say, nobody, even if they did get bad at you, they ain't going to be shit they're going to do bad. Yeah,
4: I just remember, uh I remember walking, I was on the phone with my, uh, with with my coworker and I was about to say training partner. I was like, uh, uh, but I was on the on the phone with my coworker. And I'm walking out and then all of a sudden I just hear Hey, I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck's going on. I look back, I still have the turn off key in my hand. It's it was a pretty big tool. It wasn't like no small key, it was a pretty big tool. And he comes up, he just starts talking, he starts starts yelling, he's I'm like I'm like, Hey bro, like I got the paper here. You can go read this shit yourself. Go go like I have the information in front of you. Go look at it. You can you can do what you want with it. But he wasn't like, I, he, w- he was asking me information. I was giving him the information, but he wasn't pers- – he was just like – He wasn't listening. Yeah, he just wasn't listening. He was mad. And I'm like, all right, bro. He starts getting close to me. And I was like, I can't let you get close. Like, I, can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, can't. I was like, yeah. we, know. We, we can be – We want to and, and then I'm just – he starts yelling at me, and I'm just like – I was like – Oh, like I was like, oh, that's two. That's just two amateur fights that are on internet. That's one of them. Yeah, no, uh, my all, and then all I hear my coworker on the phone yelling is just like, "Don't do it! <laughs> Don't do it! Don't do it!" <laughs> I'm just like, I'm hearing that, and I'm just like, "All right, cool." I was like, "All right, all right, guy, I gave you the information. So I'm leaving out of here." And he was yelling, uh, "I." Man, I can't. It was just, it was a whole ordeal. I remember they had sent me out with somebody the next time I had to go turn his water back on. Like it took like about three days, and I was like, oh, I would be really mad too. But yeah, it was
2: just a whole ordeal. Did they not know that they can't just go in the backyard and just turn it right back on?
4: Uh we had we had like a, a, a certain lock system that we had. Oh, okay. so but also there were some wild people that would go in there with bolt cutters and just <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then after that, that's whenever the the city would get really. Turn into real assholes and just be like, you know what? Just pull that whole thing out. I'm like, I would, I would pray we never got one of those because that was just like, <laughs> it's a lot of work. It, it just a lot of work. We go in there and then all of a sudden the guy's like, well, they see us back there taking the stuff out. he's like, hey, hey, I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, hey, it just wasn't, it just wasn't the best. <laughs> well, we have yeah. free water here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's nice. Yeah. 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 No. So, uh, oh, there was this one time. uh, they made me stay a little bit after work because like my boss was a little bit like he's like hey man i gotta pick the fighter out the group <laughs> i was like i'm nervous about this one's like all right what's going on he's like he's <laughs> like cops may show may or may not show up i was like well fuck all right i'm calling my coach tell him i'm not making a training tonight <laughs> uh pretty much the guy had like did this weird like straight pipe it it wasn't even like pvc pipe like it just was it just like I don't know what it was. I had to, like, if I could go back and just, like, try to figure out what it was. But he attached so many tubes to it and, like, getting somehow getting free water that he just caused so much of a problem that the city was even being, like, you know what? We're just going to go up. We're just going to dig underneath the sidewalk, and we're going to pull his, uh we're going to just pull the whole line out just because, like, I'm not, like, we're not dealing with this, you know? No, yeah, it ended up turning, turning to be, like, I think there's a lot of drugs in that house and all that stuff, like, actual, like, legitimate house busts, too. So, oh, wow. yeah, there just wasn't a whole bunch of good things going on in that I house. I think got busted <laughs> by water. Yeah. Busted by water, yeah.
2: A couple of gallons yeah. of water and a few pounds of meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. trash house. <laughs> Gets me every time. I'm, I'm, just like,
4: I'm just like, in Deer Park, though, that's the part that I was like, the whole entire time, I'm just like, in Deer Park.
1: Yeah. Like, Man, that yes. like, yeah. shit's huh. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, huh. it is. Every place got a trap house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every city's got a trap and
4: house. And it was in a night. And it was in a nice neighborhood too, man. It was like these houses are like, I look, I look at the houses now, and they're like three fifty to four fifty on average in that area. I'm like,
2: it's unsuspecting. No, I, <laughs> that's how they do. Hey,
4: it. You know what? I can see how they get away with it though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No. Who's been? Who's been the coolest person you have met, man? Since you've been in the UFC so you get to meet Rogan
4: uh I got to meet Rogan only like for a split second and I was like oh shit that's Joe Rogan yeah and he's like what's up and I'm like hey <laughs> and then uh <laughs> I got to meet a lot of cool people I I would say like, I can't really even like say the coolest person because I met a lot of cool people uh if if I'm gonna keep it local it would pro- it would be Kevin Holland Kevin Holland has been has that's been one dog. of the most like like Genuine persons, like genuine person I've met, like in the fight game on the Texas scene, like, like he, would, like he actually would reach out to me and everything. I, pretty much every like he saw me at a UFC event, he pulled me in close, and was like, hey, man, there might be a deal on the table, man, I'm keeping you in mind. And I'm like, oh shit, thank you, bro, thank you. And then he called me up later, and be like, hey, this is what we got. It's like, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I won't be able to do this one, man, but let's try to do uh ship it off to somebody else but yeah he's he's always like he's a solid guy always like like making sure that like uh whoever he's around he's kind of bringing up it might not look like it in the media or anything like that but he is that guy he's that guy who's gonna go out you know and, and like have your back 100 percent. so i really respect that guy uh superstar level uh even like going like just like from who i met like outside of texas Couple people, I would say Israel Adesanya is one of the coolest guys. He's like he is one of the coolest guys, like genuine, like wears his heart on his sleeves and all that stuff. Super cool guy.
0: He's made some new highlight, uh, highlights lately. Like he yeah, uh, headlines. Yeah, <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. No, it was it, it's it's funny. It's funny watching all that stuff because I'm just like, I you're a cool guy, man. Like you're you're like you're a super cool guy. Like and now you're making you're like you're making headlines and all that shit. Like oh, cool, he
1: seemed mad.
4: Oh, like, he was angry. Yeah,
1: I, I believe. I believe what he was saying. All that he was pissed. Oh, truly yeah, truly to his core. And I've never seen Izzy that pissed, dude.
4: Yeah. I, so I, I kind of went down to the, like the core, core thing. He was like, man. He's like, he was upset about like how like uh, Duplessis was kind of just like, like hey, like, like I'm like that's where my hair, my heritage is from there. Like I'm like. I'm black. I'm African. Mm. You know, I'm that guy. Like, just the situation that they were in, got to move to New Zealand. Like, not every situation. Like, like Francis Ngannou had like had to get out the situation he was yeah. in. I don't know if y'all heard the story. Amazing story. Yeah, you a crazy story. Mm. Crazy story. So, like, yeah. And then Kamar Usman, same same thing. Story, like family and all that stuff, and pretty much the way Izzy had felt the whole entire time when Duplessis was saying, I'm the first real African like champ and wanna be the first real African champ, take the belt back home to Africa and all that stuff. I, Izzy felt away because he was just like like motherfucker, like yeah. I'm, uh, Afri- yeah. I'm yeah. African I'm yeah. African. I got it's like you're you're discounting uh what Kamaru did, what Izzy did and then what Francis did and he's that's what made him mad. He's like, No, you can't dis you're not gonna get discount that and he's then that's what really set him over the top. He's like, no, like Hey, he got away with it. You said it on a uh, pay-per-view. Hey, <laughs> yeah, man. hey our, our
0: first, our first sponsor of the podcast is, was Bison Energy Drinks. Well, the guy is named Jaku Duplicis. Oh, okay. From South Africa. That's like his nephew or something. Cause he just posted, they had pictures. They're, they're, oh, wow. So he's, he's, he lives here. Dude's a millionaire, cool dude. Uh, Damn. Pilot, all kind of crazy stuff. He fought like in the army in South Africa. Damn and uh they just he just posted pictures that weekend he's with him like you know you could collaborate on pictures yeah. him and him like hanging out in vegas or wherever the fight was at so uh yeah there's some i didn't know after all that happened i seen that i was like oh shit they're they're related somehow yeah that that that's he's he's a big dude too that's wild yeah no they all look big big. (laughs) no i stood next to uh i
4: stood next to izzy and because he went to dallas last year and I went out there. I went out there, you know, because anytime there's like UC and like UC anywhere in Texas, they want to bring yeah local, local Texas gas. guys put on put, yeah. put them on first and all that stuff. So we went out. I would I was out there. Man, I just remember standing next to him like, holy shit! Like, big, you'd dude, like big. He's like, yeah. I'm like, bro. Like, how? Like, how? I'm like, I'm asking how y'all how how do they make people this big? And I remember seeing Francis Zgano at the at the no, PI he's an animal. last year, and I said the same thing. I look at him like. I didn't realize they made people this big. Like this is fucking ridiculous. Like I, I would, I would. I, I'm not gonna lie. If you were ever mad at me, if you're ever mad at me or like something <laughs> that you said, what I if, would say sorry. What if you got
0: Paul Francis in the UFC fight in all the weight classes? Oh yeah, nah. Immediately, like, <laughs> hey, look, hey, let's go. We're we t- <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.
4: Oh, yes, hey, hey, Francis, you can have my money too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: done. Have That's
1: you uh, have you seen Alex Baheda in person?
4: Yeah, actually, I saw him in uh, Miami. That I wasn't. I was terrified at his aura. Like I was like, it, like there was just He has that. He has that aura of just being like, wow. like fucking like he's so like so stoked that he's there. He's so blank faced that even like being in the elevator with him, you're just like, damn. Were you in the
1: elevator with him? I was in the oh, elevator with him. Fuck that, yeah, that, dude. I was like, I was <laughs> I was, I was coming down. Da- I was coming down to do
4: some media. And I remember just seeing. I was like fuck, man, I can't piss We're all weight cutting, and I just remember being there, seeing him, like, looking up. I'm like, fuck. Hey, like, Izzy, he, like, I'm, and at that, that, that time, too, I was like, man, I don't like you right now because Izzy, like, I love Izzy. Like, Izzy's like, like all that. So that time, I was like, I was like, oh, man. It's like, oh, I want to say something. I want to say But I was like, ah, no. No, it's not worth the concussion. Yeah. I would <laughs> and, say but then at the same time, uh, I I was more terrified of of uh, Glover Tixera. He walked into the elevator. He's so happy, so joyous, but he, just how big he is. You're just yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> no wonder you won the belt. And then also at the same time, like I, he was training, and I remember he was training. I had just weighed in. I'm starting to eat. He looks over at me, and he has his, like the uh, so MMA fighters have these things called puffy gloves, and that's where they spar. Like they, the padding is the size of like like about twelve ounce gloves, but they're fingerless and all that stuff. So you are able to grapple yeah. and all that stuff, and still do MMA sparring. Seeing those gloves, I just remember being like looking, looking at it. I put my hand right next on, like F-. I was like, damn. I was like, I was like, I looked at Glover. I was like, you know what? Your your MMA puffy gloves. Are somebody's sparring gloves that they use, like the eighteen ounce gloves yeah. for? Dude. I was like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Big they, old paws. I looked down, like man, I shook his hand, and, like my whole, my whole hand was engulfed. I'm just like, I was like, yeah, good thing you're a nice guy. <laughs> good thing, like, like he was the nice, he was nice, but I was way more terrified of Glover than I was Alex Brewer. Wow, like, was, like it just, you, even though he was so nice, he was the nicest guy on guy on like the planet. Like, He's just like, you ever meet man. Connor? I didn't. I haven't met Connor. No, no, no. no. But I did have a little bit of a beef to pick because he was like he ended up. So this ultimate, this season of the Ultimate yep. Fighter, he took a couple people out to put his people in, and I had a guy. I had a guy from the gym that was that that was sent out. He was in Vegas, did all the everything that he needed to do, and the minute that they were going to like start filming and everything, he walks in. He's like, I need space for my people. Kick people off and put his people in. And I'm like, I understand. I understand. Like, hey, look this. This is this kind of is revolved around you, but you're taking away spots. That people, yeah. Yeah. He's like, just to take out people. Who, I'm not sure if they're qualified or not, but you're taking the guys who are qualified. Pulling him out, putting your own guys in. I'm like, ah, you know, it's almost like the uh, like going to like a Fortune 500 company and being like, hey, my nephew's getting this shit. Yeah, you know, even though he's dumb as a rock, you know. So, uh, yeah, that uh, we felt a way about. I felt a way about that, but then you start looking at the uh, mm-hmm. how he's 0 and seven right now. I wouldn't When's the next one come out? Bit Tuesday. Of my ass. Yeah, he's yeah. 0 and seven. You know, I'm about to get clean swept. You know, so
1: now I gotta ask you: Do you think that is more because it's veterans and 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 rookies, or do you think it's Connor not showing up for for his team? Because, like, man, just like every fight I've seen is completely outmatched. What?
4: Yeah, I, I'm not. Even, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like the guys who have been there and then uh, who have been there, then been cut, then working their way back in there. I feel like they also have something a little bit more to prove than the prospects. But also, a lot of these prospects, like, they're really solid. Yeah. Like that uh, kid, uh, there's a kid named uh, Mondo Gutierrez. Yeah, I like that guy. That, that guy, he fights his ass off every single time. Like, I like I was watching him in LFA and all that stuff. That's like, the guy that cuts hair, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's, a, he's a guy that just, like, he's a fighter through and through. He doesn't care where he's at, where you're from, and all that stuff. He just fights you no matter what. Uh, he fought another guy who's, been at that promotion been been in the USC. went outside never steered away from like uh from like so a lot, what happens a lot of these times uh USC gets cut they'll go out they'll go out they'll fight like a guy who's considered a tomato can and, like taxi cab drivers uber lyft drivers and all that stuff <laughs> and so yeah so they're like oh yeah you know get, just give me some random guy off the street fight him just to try to get back into the UFC, they're like, "Hey, UFC, I got three wins, knock these guys out, I'm back in," you know. So, but Cody Gibson never took never took that route. He said, "Fuck it, I'm fighting the toughest guy every single time," and you know, and it came to show. You know, he's he was at that level back the back then when he got cut. Uh, he's working on the regional scene, works his way back up, gets into Ultimate Fighter, does what he does to Gutierrez. But like, honestly, it's kind of like it's one of those weird weird things that's just like. Who are you gonna pick, the guy who has all the time in the world to come up, or are you gonna pick the guy who's already been there that has a lot of experience? And I kinda usually lean towards the experience, mm-hmm. but I felt like there was a little bit of a, of a I don't I'm not even like gonna put the whole blame on Connor. I think it's just the competition from the guys that came before, uh like the veterans, they're just kinda just like uh it's it's kinda just like, uh, how can I explain it? It's just I think that they've been at that level, they've seen that level before, and they know what the expectations are at that level. There's a and, clear advantage yeah. with
1: people who've been there yeah, and that's why.
4: Well, that's why I was also kind of really high on uh, Gutierrez, because he went on to the, uh, the contender series, and he was almost there. So I was like, oh, you know what? He might have learned from that. He's yeah. on his way up there. Uh, but now there's a – I think that I, – I forget what fight is left, uh, but I think it's the Carlos Vera guy. I
1: think – I don't
4: know. Yeah, but that nah, that guy was that guy never ducked anybody either. So like I, I want to see how he does. But right now, it's not looking good for the prospects, man. No. they but it really looks like it's about to be a clean sweep. But I, I'm not sure if I would even put the blame on Connor because I feel like he's more attached this season than he was whenever he uh, he did that season with the Rye favor. You know, but again, this is me just talking on my ass yeah. because I haven't
0: seen the episode. I've only i yeah, only... watched. I watched. I watched one of the fights. I didn't watch the episode. I just I turned it on when the fight happened. So,
1: I tried to watch the Ultimate Fighter. So, I got into UFC in 2020. So the first fight I watched was Conor versus Cowboy in January of 2020. Oh okay. yeah, that and tough so I was like, tough like, Cowboy fight. I, man. I, I got man, I got hooked. I started hanging out with buddies who watch it. And then it was John Jones and Dominic Reyes in February. And then it was March of 2020. And I can't remember exactly what month he brought it back. But Dana brought the fights back and he opened up the island. He opened up the Apex. And like the years 2020 and 2021 of, of UFC, it's like every fight card was just like a banger, dude. Yeah. And so I I really, really got hooked into it. So I've I haven't missed a fight in, in the past three years but like I'm not like super, super um and uh have a lot of uh intelligence about anything that happened three years prior. Since, yeah yeah okay. three years prior. But uh yeah, no like people will ask me all the time who's your favorite fighter and I I can't give a solid answer.
0: Like, or so I many doubt. different weight classes or so yes. I yeah I root for guys
1: like you and Derek because you're from Houston, and anybody that comes across the screen this is says Texas I root yeah. for, man absolutely. Kevin Holland, man, I would say Kevin Holland's like my favorite fighter right now, but like it comes down to it comes down to the question of who's fighting like, and you just haven't missed a fight since you've been watching. And that Sean O'Malley, that's Justin Gaethje, that's Conor McGregor, yeah. Dustin Poirier. Uh, that uh, Gaethje's fight coming up, oh. yeah. Poirier. Poirier, July 29th.
0: Page and Ninja's gonna be there. Is his one, his one of the wife, crazy stages. Boyfriend got them tickets cards. for Father's Day. My Gaethje's. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what the yeah. Rampage <laughs> called him when I said I said something. About gay, he said, "Gaethje's, what are you talking <laughs> about, Gaethje's?" <laughs> <guys? laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, uh, Justin. <laughs> oh man!
4: <boy. laughs> oh shit!
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah. Poirier's a
4: he's a stud. Oh yeah, man! I – Oh, side note to, to Poirier, but at UC gave me one of his hot sauce, the Creole Maple. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't tried that, definitely give that a try. I, I like his hot sauce. Uh, yeah, I haven't had, I haven't which we haven't said the, the Creole Maple. Yet. I haven't tried that one yet. That I like, one's the regular. Was really, really good. Really good. That th- one is it's really good. I've tried.
1: Yeah. I thought it was so funny, and and I think it was twenty twenty when. Him and Connor were gonna fight and they were so nice to each other. Yeah. And then they he gave them bottles of hot sauce and he was like, I'm gonna give you a bottle of proper twelve <laughs> and then fucking the year after they're like, I fucked Dude, your I wife know, your in my dudes." It got bad. Yeah, yeah, it got bad. Yeah, Connor Connor got pretty mad, but uh yeah, no man, I've that, that card is crazy and I think Jan and Alex ought to fight for the vacant belt.
4: Ah, uh, that would that, that that makes the most sense. Especially because Jerry's coming off. Oh, he had the belt, but he ended up vacating it, and I think it's. I think the torch is kind of already kind of been passed, but what I don't weight know. class two uh, two oh five. five. Light Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. It, sh- it should be. It should be just to crown somebody the champ just now, just so you have like a like I guess a placeholder until Jerry comes back, because uh, I think Jerry's ready to go, and he's like, all right, at least you have somebody mm-hmm. up there. You can actually put like a name value instead of just being like, all right, this is. When Jerry comes back, who was already a title holder, he was holding the title before he relinquished it when he got injured. Like, all right, cool. Look, guys, let's get this fight going. Put it, put it, uh, put a, put a name behind the champ belt. Now you got the guy who was the original guy coming in. All right, cool. Let's let's run it. You know, I think that'd I don't be, see why I think not. that'd be good. I don't see why not. Be be good. And then also whenever uh jamal hill comes back he's able to come back and fight the actual like the actual champ
0: so so what's a day what's like walk us through the day like okay your last fight you're you're starting you wake up that morning what does your day look like for so i usually wake
4: up and i use i'm always checking my phone because the uh uc nutritionist uh will always text me and be like all right, your food's ready over here. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's the first immediate thing I'm checking my phone. I want to see if my food's ready or not, and then <laughs> just to go down, just to get my day started. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how it starts. It's usually it's it's a very chill day. I just like like not doing shit. A lot of these people like to do morning working shakeouts, and I'm just like, like I don't want to get myself like i don't want to build up a sweat and work out in the morning the day i have a fight like a big competition all that stuff like yeah i like i really don't i don't see what advantage that has for you you know it's like i'd just rather save my energy for the later that night but uh, i just keep it chill you know like like to sit down like to listen to music watch tv like i you would you wouldn't expect that i'm fighting that night like i'm just chilling back laying back and just laying back and just watching whatever's on TV, which yeah. whatever cable TV show they got on. Then next, you know, they're like, "All right, well, we gotta start getting ready to leave." All right, cool, get get my shit packed, and then uh, after that, we head off to the venue. Like my, like I am a very boring guy on the really? fight day. Once I get there, once I get to the
0: actual fight, what what are the nerves know? like when you get there? You in that room in the back, and they show you, you know, you guys are getting taped up. Like it has gotta be.
4: The, I used to get super nervous, but I, I stopped getting nervous. Uh, I stopped getting nervous as much. Like, uh, the only time I really get like a, a sense of like, like, uh, I guess like nervousness or anxiousness is that as soon as I get there, like I'm looking to see how much time I got. Cause like, I'm just like, I gotta make sure I don't gotta use the restroom. I gotta be like, that's, I get anxious in that area. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm here now. Like the UC has done a really great job of like, uh. Like, timing everything. So it's a lot really more scheduled, but like, I still have like the anxiety from like whenever I was back on the uh, the regional scene where, like, hey, you gotta show up at 12 o'clock. You might not fight till 7. So, hey, there you go. You show up at 12, like, fuck, I got six hours I gotta do something with. And then you have to find time. You just, like, it just, you're in your back, you're in the back with a lot of fighters that just say fights start at 3, 3 or 4. You're starting to watch everybody kind of just like, uh, the locker room starts getting smaller. You start seeing guys coming up either super excited or, like, super uh, or super pissed or, like, mad, crying and all that stuff. Uh, that used to make me really nervous, seeing, like, either yeah. somebody being excited <laughs> or someone come back in. They're getting stitched up. They're all fucked up and all that stuff. <laughs> that would make me nervous. At the store the, Oh, no. There's one story. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's one story. Uh, it happened here. It was... It, it was it was called LFA. It was LFA back in Houston, back when they used to predominantly be in Houston. Uh, I was fighting that night, and I remember I remember watching the guy at weigh-ins, like, right after he got done. He ate, he ate something, he drank something, drank a Coke, and started eating, like, Doritos. Like, and I'm just sitting there just looking, that's not the way you're supposed to do this. <laughs> like, That's not the way you're supposed to do this. Uh, uh. And little did I know, like, he's fighting, like, I saw who he was fighting, I was like, I'm like, hey, props to you if you go out there and try to fight that guy like that. Like, you're like, ah, 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 so, uh, pretty much, what ended up happening is, this guy named Charlie Onoveris kicks this guy in the chest. The guy falls, drops, the guy has Starts having a heart attack in the cage, and on top of that, they they I think they medically said that he died, but they brought him back to life. Mm. Holy crap! Yeah, and and I still haven't fought yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in I'm in the back. I'm in the back. Did
2: he throw up Coke and Doritos? I have no, no idea. No. <laughs> like I'm in the back that my, my coach. My coach.
4: I remember like looking out the looking out like because I you because. T- where our locker room was at there was straight it was straight access to the uh straight access to the parking lot so a lot of times fighters would pull in, just open up that door, come in uh, I would do that all the time but like I just remember just seeing a gurney just being rushed through over there oh, and God. then on the way like I'm sitting there, I was like, oh fuck something something fucking happened I look up at the TV. <laughs> I'm looking up at the TV because I like to like I used to not like watching fights because I'm like ah but uh, seeing that I was like ugh that's not good and then that's not good no it, heart attacks normally yeah, aren't, no. and, uh, like, that's not no, good not normally <laughs> and then and then next you know like all I see is uh like a whole bunch of like uh, EMT just open up the door like I'm just hearing like all this like open up the door get that move everybody move I'm like fuck like, all right, well, I got to go back into the little closet that I was in and wait for them to come out. And then next thing you know, you just start seeing him. He's, like, laying back. Uh, they, they have him on this little breathing thing. And then I'm just like, oh, fuck, that's nerve-wracking. Uh, damn, that's that's really fucked up. And they're pulling him out. And then all of a sudden, right behind him, was I think it uh, was his girlfriend at the time, just crying her eyes out. And I just remember being like oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, man. I was <laughs> like, I still haven't fought. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm just sitting back and like, oh, shit. And then after a while, like, they took intermission. Everything started settling down. I'm just like, while while I'm walking out, I just recall being like, looking at the gurney, just being like,
0: oh, fuck, man. This is, this that's is. That's like what happened to that Neymar guy. Hit in the chest so hard, I guess that's what mm-hmm. happened to him, huh? Yeah, like, hey, I, yeah, so. I, I, it stopped his heart
4: yeah so it yeah i think so there's also that time uh fucking uh dada 5000 versus kimbo slice do y'all remember that oh my gosh yes that fight that fight i was i fought that night really i fought that night i fought early uh the early prelims and i remember being the uh i remember being upstairs in the nosebleeds right after i fought with my family and just looking down and just seeing what the fuck just happened you just see him stand up and just Pass out. Same, same, same concept. Just happened way faster because yeah. the guy just, just because yeah. the guy was, uh, you know, eating Doritos. You know, dude.
2: Kimbo, Kimbo <laughs> Slice's videos yeah. were before he became a professional fighter. Yeah, those were, were so entertaining. They're fun. Yeah. It's like this guy never loses, yeah. and he was just he,
0: so old by the time he got to the pro.
2: And he's having people's eyeballs fall out. <laughs> of their head. Uh,
0: one of my
4: favorite videos was them trying to get a guy to catch a hundred, like a like a fifty yard catch, for a hundred bucks, but he can't get tackled by Kimbo. Uh, Do y'all remember yes, seeing that? Like, yes. I don't know if I,
0: I, I've had to have seen it, but it's been so long. Yeah,
4: he like that's still like ingrained in my head that you just see Kimbo just running at him with full full pads, full pads. <laughs> animal, just oh my just God. starches the guy, and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like, why would the guy agree to this? Like, like I'm just uh, looking. I was like, that's a hundred dollars. Was it worth it? <laughs>
0: Trey ever watch bum fights? No. Look at bum no. fights later. I might be a little uh, too young for bum fights. Went, yeah, no, you, you were way young. Okay. It
2: went. Uh, I believe they outlawed bum fights for a little while, yeah. but now it's. I think you can still find them. It's, yeah, you it's, be a Dude, it's hilarious. I I just
4: I just stumbled upon a, a one street, street we, beefs. Not oh so I watch Street Beats every once in a while. That shit's crazy. I love No, the one that had me dying laughing was these two old guys were fighting. I'm just like, jeez, man, they let anybody in here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like rough and rowdy. My my favorite part (laughs) is
1: they let they like let people settle beef and so like you'll get these two kids that just have stupid beef over a fucking jewel pot or some shit. (laughs) Yeah. They'll they have no idea what they're doing
0: I think me know. and Vaughn should get on rough and rowdy and fight each other
1: absolutely <laughs> I
0: don't want to do that that'd be fun yeah. for you I got Adrian my, he's my he's my, my coach my <laughs> I hired him
4: I was actually telling because you know they had a the, they had a Houston based part really yeah like this is like right I remember watching them and remember watching them and everything like during COVID and all that stuff like watching it and then like a year later passes by and I I don't know why for what reason like this guy hit me up it was like I think it was on Instagram it was before like my Instagram became like way too much I was looking and saw the messages like wait they would love to have me out for like at a Houston event and like looking I'm like what uh, so yeah I didn't know they had a Houston division here but I don't see any of their stuff online or anything like that but yeah, like they're really Through trying the to street get, beefs. Yeah, through street beefs. Yeah, they have they have a West Coast, they have an East yeah, East have. Coast and all that stuff. Like, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> dude, this is wild.
2: What if you showed up to one of those? Uh,
4: I want to. I, <laughs> I mean, would want to if, they, like, if they're out there. They have a Houston one. Definitely invite me to fight. I want <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, do me. I would you, go only watch. watch?
2: Would you think that that would even be a fair fight though?
4: Oh, no, I'm not talking about fighting in he there. Oh, like, no. I just, I I just, mean, that's what Vaughn's talking about. Like, I want you
2: to watch. fight in no, there. Yeah, he got no. a
0: contract. He couldn't do it anyway. I'll give yeah. you a better, a better
2: contract.
1: Vaughn wants to see you run through the ranks of street beasts. Yeah, I would love yeah.
0: that. I would love that, them all dude.
4: up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tickets are cheaper. Uh, yeah. No, man. That'd that that that'd be so unfair. That'd be so unfair. That'd be. So be uh, shit. I love like, that. I love, I'd love like to see that. Yeah, that'd be so unfair. Just. Just tell them to go to O-Athletic, sign a waiver. We'll just do it there. Yeah. Big gloves. <laughs> there we cards, go. Everything. So what What degree uh, of black belt are you? Uh, No stripes, though. No. no stripes. No, no, okay. no, just straight black belt. I haven't put on a gi in whoo, probably since 2020. Really? Yeah, I've been straight just like because I, like, I used to uh, do gi for straight. Like so again, when I first initially started, I was in a gi for three straight years, and they harped on on me so much that they wanted me to be in a gi. And like they, they like it just, it just I don't know because I already knew what I wanted to do after like my second like you for wanted, sure. I, yeah. I wanted to fight. I wanted to do all that stuff. So I wanted to do no gi and I wanted to do MMA and all that stuff. That's originally wanted to stick around that, and I was just like, they just harped on. They started taking away stuff, and I'm like, uh so after that third year after my after my fight i was like i need more than this because i remember seeing in my actual fight being like i'd like i've been i trained most of this time in a gi like why like why am i like for a training camp i spent five days a week training in a gi and i should have been like no gi should have had some mma gloves on should at least been doing a little bit more punching and all that stuff you know uh but yeah like that's that made me be like ah it kind of pu- pulled me away even though my coach uh my coach was uh, would from time to time be like hey put the gi on let's rank get you ranked so, so you can get ranked he's like alright cool but after I got the black belt it's almost like I retired my gi <laughs> where'd
0: chef. you get where'd you get your
4: where'd you train under Uh Elise, who trained under Rico Rodriguez who got his black belt under uh ah oh, man it's slipping my mind uh it is John, uh, the Machados. Machado Okay, yeah, there we go. I was, I don't know why, but like in my head, I confused with like I was saying John Jack Machado. I was like, Jean Claude Van Damme, in my, yeah, my, my, yeah, yeah, that's who I got mine yeah. from. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that's
0: we, we, we went to the Kumite, oh, yeah. hell yeah, my favorite movie. So, so yeah, pretty much
4: that that's the lineage of where I got my my black belt from.
0: Yeah, we so we had a Draculino from Gracie on, yeah. on the podcast, and then we went and did a uh follow up class with him. I told him we were having yeah. you on. He's like he said he's watched your career. Yeah. Being from Houston, he's a very tough kid. I told him we were having you on so he but he knows yeah. he knew about you.
4: Yeah, yeah, no. is very respected, especially yep. especially in the Jiu Jitsu world, man. He yeah. he's very solid and if you if anybody tells me that like they got their black belt and the drag. You just know that they're good. they're ready to fuck some people up. Well, I'm, one <laughs> yeah. on a, I'm one striping on a white belt, so I'm on my way, dude. So yeah, hey, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, no, like it's going he's, down. He's a solid. He's a he's like super solid with jiu jitsu. One,
0: he's right. a super cool dude. Dude, yeah. like yeah, we, when nice. we had him on, man, he was a he had a you can imagine this yeah. guy had some stories. Oh yeah, coming from, being from Brazil and like how he got his black belt and. Yeah, Jeez, he's, he's super cool. But yeah, but yeah, I want to tell you that he, he didn't know who you are. He said oh, you're he's a tough kid. He's, he he watched your career, So Oh
4: yeah, man. Yeah, I he's been around for a while, so yeah, I'm pretty like here's the thing too, is like with Houston MMA, like the Houston MMA, like every everybody will eventually know it everybody if you're in there long enough. Like yeah. if, like a year and some people will start knowing your name. Like just have your first amateur fight within that year, like if you had a couple, you'll you'll be known. Like everybody know you because it's not the biggest community, but it's a strong. It's a strong community.
0: Yeah, Houston know? backs yeah. their people, man. No, like I like sure. you said, you're a big fan just because, yeah. like I said, I was, when Derek Lewis came out he, oh, he it, and he, when you knew it, then he won that fight. Says so balls are hot. Like everybody loved him. I was yeah. like, Houston jumped on his back. Dude. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know? I love when my balls are yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. like, dude, he was just such. Everybody's like, oh, well, that just is par for the course for somebody down here. You know, just yeah. You know what the crazy part is? Uh, I've I've known about
4: Derek. Since way back when, I remember there's a fight they fought in uh, Legacy down here in, in Houston at the Arena Theater before he got signed. Uh,
0: yeah, he kicked the guy out of the chest and killed him. It was no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no.
4: Actually, this was actually a funnier story. I was building, I built the cage that night, and uh, pretty much what happened, he was fighting this guy. I think the guy's name was Raheem. Uh, the guy was hell bent on getting a takedown. Got caught in a weird position, but just holding so tight. And Derek Lewis is pushing away that, like, his shorts and his strap started coming undone. And the guy, while well, he was pushing away, and somehow he ended, like, his ass ended up on Rakeem's face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was yeah. Like, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Automatic, yeah. automatic win. I'm, yeah, it was just like, oh, he, 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 he won later on. But, like, yeah, yeah. no, it was huge like there's there should be a picture out there there should definitely be a picture out there look forward magnus man it's it's imagine getting hit by that guy though oh man i i've built i am telling i'm telling you like the his power was definitely one of those like we're at the arena have you ever been to the houston arena theater it's right no. no it's a. it's a it's a small it's just picture it like the astrodome but way smaller okay and like it's meant for concerts and sounds okay like so
2: Arena the Is that next to the Astrodome? No, no, it's
4: off of fifty nine. Okay. Fi- no, 50- I don't I guess uh, I have been there. So pretty much it's it's nice. It's it's set up good for fights as well too. The okay. it's an arena all set up. It's just uh it's just like the, the size a little bit kind of throw me off. Like one side is kind of open where like they have this, where you go underneath and for the sound, that stuff. Like I remember having to corner close to that side, just always looking back and being like, fuck, I can fall in in my career. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) like there, I remember him hitting the guy so hard that, it just amplified with the sound of Dude, the, the ribs. Yeah, oh, gosh. it it ter- it shook me to my core. And then just watching him like pound pound the ground how he usually does, and just do the silverback gorilla pose, and just seeing that was terrifying. Yeah, after the punch, after you, you knocked the guy. like yeah. 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 guy, <laughs> shit. So,
2: what would you do if you had a <laughs> UFC fight, and then all of a sudden your opponent takes all their clothes
4: off? You know what, man, I. It's fair game. It's might as well just kick, throw it. Kick him in the wiener. Hey, Damn. look. it's, it's if so,
2: it, so I can't go to the UFC fight. <laughs> I, I can't go to UFC now. Oh, oh my goodness.
4: Uh, so uh, back in the day, I remember watching this. This is like I was still training. I was training and all that stuff. There's a guy named Dennis Hallman. Uh, he lost a bet to this guy named Brian Eversoll. So pretty much they lost a bet, so they fought in a Speedo. Hell, yeah. He fought in a Speedo. And man like it it was the most hilarious thing I had seen like it like you walk into that you walk into the cage the guy had a full-on speedo uh, yeah it, it was it was it was funny because then you look on the other side the guy had it uh, had his chest hair like shaved in an arrow pointing up <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like this Sit here. Yeah. Sit here.
1: Sit here. <laughs> yeah,
4: no. Dana Dana White ended up giving that other guy, the guy that, that wasn't wearing the speedo, a bonus because he stopped the guy within a minute. It Was like, I needed that guy off the camera as soon as possible. <laughs> That's hilarious. A bonus,
1: so yeah.
2: Nobody ever wants to fight a naked guy. No. Yeah. So Honestly
1: what? though, if, if I was if I had an opponent across from me and he took off his clothes, I'd probably be like, Bet, fair game, take mine off and continue the fight.
3: Dude. Oh. <laughs>
1: then it'd get weird It would get weird I like it, that It's gotta get weird With clothes on anyway yeah, Don't yeah, it
4: man You know what I, I, I will I will say this That like Hygiene is still Like we still want hygiene Yeah <laughs> Cause there's, just, there's I remember just one time Like after a fight I was trying to be like Dude uh, that guy smelled like shit Yeah That's
2: why I can't Roll around well, with him. You those know, dudes. They, know yeah. they gotta yeah. do it On purpose though you Man know? I tell you oh, what Those man. geese it, People don't know this but those things do not breathe. They're hot. No, they're
0: hot as oh shit. Oh, my yeah. good God. Yeah. yeah. If you've got a rash guard underneath it, it's hot. It only,
2: it only took me uh, one introductory lesson to realize this is a little too warm. My balls are too hot. I
4: don't know, man. That's why I, would, I definitely wanted to get away from it because also, too, I was never the biggest guy. Like, whenever I trained uh, – whenever I first initially started training – like I was surrounded by nothing but guys who were six foot. Like or like either, if if they were my height, they were just fat, you know. So like I just never.
0: You're like, up. They, I, they I, can hold you down. They
4: were holding me down. I'm a I'm a teenager in high school, just yeah. getting held down by these grown men. I'm just like, ah oh, man, you know, you may, like I'm just sitting, just sitting there, just like, ah oh, fuck. And then I got cl- like heavy hot clothes on me that just are slowing me down. Like they can grab it and just hold me. You know, I'm not strong enough to... Like, I wasn't strong yeah, enough to pull him, like...
0: It's kind of domesticated yeah. too, when you can't move. The guy's just holding you by your shirt. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm
4: just sitting there just like, all right, what am I going to do? <laughs> I remember there was this one... Pol- Whenever I actually got good, uh, I was a purple belt, and the guy was just a like a 205-pound Polish guy. And I remember he was a white belt. He was just starting out, and I remember rolling with him. He, gra- he pretty much closed my gi, grabbed me, and just held me there. And I'm just like... I'm just sitting there just like it is what it is today, guys. I was like I looked over at my coach, Sid. I just I just looked at him, I was like, Yep, if today's the day, it's my day today. I'm getting smashed today. Like, yeah, yeah, but I guess I looked at him, looked at my coach, and my coach was like, Alright, I'll go with him next, tire him out for me. I was like, This ain't happening. I was like, This ain't fucking happening. This guy <laughs> this guy can hold me here for five minutes, you know. If if he was a bad person, I'd be hurting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, even with the instructors, he would just grab, just grab Because this guy was just straight jacked. Like, he loved training, too. Like, he would lift weights. Like, he was, like, a power lifter and everything. And then also come in and just, like, want to, like, grapple with everybody. He was, like, really fascinated with learning. But at the same time, he had so much strength that... He'd be like, "Man, I could do this so easy," and I'm like, "Oh fuck, like,
2: yeah!" You just of course, eat sausages just right saying, on yeah, top of it. I'm just like, "Jesus, man!"
4: You look you dead in your eyes while he's doing it,
1: and
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. step backstage and eat Doritos and drink
0: some Coke, yeah.
2: dude. No. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna try that tonight. I mean, uh, I'm gonna skip the heart no, attack. Yeah. I'm gonna kick you in the chest when you do it. Yeah. Like. You're not that's part of the deal. <laughs> no, I, I got a doc- I got a doctor's note.
0: So, when's your next fight, man? What, what's the next for you? next for me and
4: honestly uh, I am not sure but the date that is, that's been getting thrown around to me is September 16th but I told them like hey like look I waited a year I've only fought once in a year I can't have that again I need to be more active cause man like I I sat on the sidelines way too long and division was starting to play out and I'm like all right, cool. Let me know where I fit in all this. I need a fight. I have like it's either let me know where I need to uh, need to be in all this, or I'm gonna make y'all like know mm-hmm. that where I need to be placed. at. so, uh, now right now, like I know I kind of took a step back, you know. Even though I fought a guy who was like way like ranked way ahead of me, you know, I feel I still feel like I took a step back. So now I'm just waiting to hear names. I I told so- I even gave them names. I was like, hey guys, like like all these guys called me out. It should be so easy to find a fight. These guys called me out. Yep. let's hold them to their word. Put them, put a send them a contract. So way. who
0: says that? Is that Dana setting that up, or who, who, who works? Like you have an agent so, that works that. How does yeah, How yeah. do those fights come about? Like, so
4: on my end, I have a manager. Okay. Uh, my manager is Jason House. He does like all my deals for fights and all that stuff. He contacts Sean Shelby, and from there, that's where the uh, Sean Shelby pretty much books everybody from like one thirty-five all the way up to seventy. And then he has a couple of women's divisions While Mick Maynard Who also came from Houston That's also, like, cool Because I, I fought underneath him and uh, When oh, it wow. was Legacy Yes, weird But, uh, weird coincidence But also, uh He's the one that matches, like, Derrick Lewis And all these heavyweights oh, wow. And then a lot of the women as well Like, the 125 division too, so uh, But yeah, I get my fights through, uh, through Sean Shelby So pretty much whoever he Like, he, like from what I understood, and from what I took from like how they match people, they look at the top five, they the uh, champion from top five, they try to see who they can book through there, and then from there they go from champion to top ten, and then from from there five to fifteen, and then after that everybody else. So right now I was kind of stuck in a, stuck in a position where I didn't know who I was going to be fighting. I had no like idea. Like ev- everything was kind kind of getting log jammed, and when Henry Cejudo was supposed to fight Cheeto. Henry took a month to even, like, to sign the contract and pretty much kind of left me kind of sitting out. And I'm, like, sitting back, like, hey, like, because the guy that we were trying to get, you know, trying to fight was in runnings to fight Cheeto Vera next, too. It's like, they were, like, all right, well, Cheeto, you're either going to get this guy or this guy. And Chido's, like, I'll fight any one of them, you know, so badass, pretty badass if you ask me. But then also <laughs> at the same time, uh, gets the Henry Cejudo fight. Henry signs it. After a month, um, a week or two later, pulls out. Says he fucked up a shoulder. I'm like, bro, you know your shoulder's been fucked up. Mm-hmm. You just like, yeah, it's just this whole ordeal. But uh, I remember being so mad, being like, bro, you got to be fucking kidding me. Because then he ended up taking the guy that I was aiming to try to get. I wanted to try to get that Pedro Munoz fight because I felt like that would have been a great fight. You, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't. It wouldn't set. It like it. It would put me in a position where I was trying to get to fighting fighting him. You know, fighting him would have, like, been like, all right, well, he's still trying to fight a top guy. Now I'm just like, all right, well, I'm in the top 15. All the guys from 10 and in, in before me are booked. So kind of is like, all right, either fight the guy in the in the five or fight guys who are working their way into the top top 15. So uh, I'm like, I told my manager, like, I don't care who. I don't care who it is. Just get me in there with somebody. So, uh, But also symptom names, guys who called me out, you know, but... After I get a fight book, they want to call me out. They're like, all right, let's see if they really still want to fight.
2: <laughs> what, nice is, what, what I never understood, what do they call you out about? I think, so some, for me, a lot of UFC fighters, they call each other out. And it's just like,
0: it's a lot of showmanship.
2: is it? Is it a lot of that show, or is it some of it they're really, I mean, they're trying to psych themselves so, out. Like he said, he's already got a yeah. fight,
0: so they, he's going to fight them right away. Yeah, cause he gotta so, fight so, it, yeah, it, it usually just kind of
4: depends. Like like some people want to put uh, people's feet to the fire, try to see where they're at. Yeah. Like, but for me, like, I don't do all that. Like, I don't do all that. Like, anytime somebody has called me out, I screenshot it, sent it to my manager. I was like, what can I do to make this happen? Like, I'm I'm not the guy that's going to call you out in front of people. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to talk shit to you. I'm just going to be like, all right, how can I make this fight happen? Like the only guy that's ever stepped up to, stepped up after like calling me out the only person that ever has done it is the guy that uh i have the most bad blood with unfortunately <laughs> yeah, like i will give him that like he called me out you know and he took it we both took it on six weeks notice like five or six weeks notice That's we're like great. yeah We were like hey fuck it we'll 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 fight you know that's the only guy that said that that would say yes you know at that time whenever i was fighting uh, so I, I, that's the only props I'll ever give him on that, on that end. Because he was just like, all these other guys now afterwards, the guys that called me out, like, hey, where y'all at now? Like, y'all, like, what's going on? I see none of y'all got your fight book. A lot of y'all said September's a good date. I, I don't have a fight book yet, and I haven't been approached about names or anything like that. What's going on here? What's going on? Hey, guys. <laughs> so that's the part that I'm, like, kind of like, ugh, like. You know, uh, all those guys that called me out, fuck those guys. <laughs> so, do you
1: want to, do you want to, um, you said like kind of everybody in, in top 10 is booked. Uh, would you, like coming, coming off a loss, would you fight somebody else coming off a loss or how does that work?
4: So, the, like how does that matchmaking work? The way that I was explained was uh, usually what happens, the way that they try to get, a, like the, they, they try to make things work is the guys who are ranked ahead of you. Like, if you're, like, like right now I'm ranked 13. They're trying to get somebody who's in front of me but coming off a loss to try to, to fight me. Mm-hmm. Uh, or fight a guy who's just outside the top 15 that's coming off a win. You know, so they're, like, almost like they get, they're getting their spot where they earn their, they're earning their spot. So, and I looked at the guys. Uh, there's a couple guys who are, like, I said, those guys deserve to be in the top 15. They just haven't had the right opportunity mm-hmm. because what ends up happening in the top 15 is these guys don't want to fight outside the top 15. And they're like, well, we're in the top 15. We don't want to risk our rankings or anything like that. And I'm just like, bro, like, if you're in the top 15, you fight anybody, anyone, you're yeah. supposed to be ready to fight anybody, you know? And there's a lot of dangerous guys just outside the top 15, too, as the well, too. So, like, dangerous. like, I think there should be a top 25, not a top 15. Uh, but, yeah. So it's usually a lot. Like if you're coming off of a loss, usually you're trying to fight somebody else that's in the top fifteen that's coming off a loss, or you're fighting a guy that's uh, that's just outside the rankings. That coming off a win, coming off a really yeah. good win, and yeah, like I, I feel I feel like I'm like I'm giving the use like I feel like I'm like giving them the like hey the names the names that I've given them are 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 good solid names yeah. that would be a fun fight as well too.
1: Because what sucks, man, is like that Rob fight. I thought that was you like all day yeah. long that's the game you know that's oh that's, yeah. that's the absolutely that's what i love about it but like i think of a guy like ricky ricky simone you know he's coming off a loss and he's like one one right above you oh, that's yeah. 12 versus 13 and that'd be a great fight to make but i do want to see you go into oh, the yeah. top 10 i don't want to see you fight somebody who's one rank above you
4: yeah see like that that's that's always that's always the dilemma even with like fighters themselves like they as soon as they see the number next to the name they're just like i don't want to fight anybody behind me i'm just like i'm like bro like are you, you're gonna get paid the same fighting the guy like you just gotta 10, take your fights though i'm sure yeah, you like, gotta like hey like for me right now i told them i just want to be active because like i sat out for a year like there's a lot of guys in the top 15 who's been able what? to get a consistent like four four fights a year or like maybe like four fights uh or three fights a year and all that stuff but i'm just trying to get on par with them because i'm just like what's
0: uh, what's the hold up that you think for you
4: I don't know. I feel like a lot of guys have turned the fight down. Like I feel like a lot of guys, like and also too, on my end, uh, guys had turned the fight down. Like the biggest one on on uh, on my end, I was supposed to fight last year in Madison Square Garden in November. But oh, so we we're trying to make that fight happen, but their team turned it down with the quickness. And I was like, that was a big name for that would have been a, the biggest name of my career. Like, and I just needed to go out there. Like Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Short guy, but he he retired already. But I'll just leave it at that. But uh,
2: I'm gonna uh, Google all the short guys. Uh, <laughs> in the Short guys, yeah, short guys, bantamweight. Yeah. Bird.
4: So uh, that that would have been a fun one for dude, me. That, square yeah. Garden would have been yeah. sweet to fight in. Yeah. I, I, I that that was like that was the goal I was hoping. But
1: dude, were they gonna give you Jose? No. no okay. Not I was happy. like, like that's yeah. that's the only one I can think of bantamweight that's retired recently. Yeah. Man, what a fight that'd be.
4: Yeah, no, nah, that that
1: that'd be like fighting your like your your Oh problem. yeah, that
4: that was on the plan until I saw him at the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this like this uh, past couple. It weekends. just happened. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing him there, and I just remember like I don't know how I would be able to put my emotions aside because as soon as I saw him, I immediately turned into a fanboy. Yeah, I was like,
1: "Oh my goodness, that's Jose fucking (laughs) (laughs) Aldo! (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit!" Like that.
0: He had a hell of a career, man. Yeah, Jose's the
4: guy, man. Definitely, he's he's like one of the greatest featherweights of all time. No, yeah, Featherweight. Yeah, I was thinking of Bannerway for but yeah, he's one of the greatest featherweights of all time.
2: So when you say so people turn turn you down. So do you think what's happening is your managers going to them and saying, "Hey, you know, we, let's get this fight together." And then they're like
0: Or UFC does it.
2: And they're saying no as there, in like they would rather not take a chance.
0: There is a bit of
4: there's a little bit of everything going on. It's uh like uh like a good a good place to explain it is like let's just say like this like sean o'malley let's just use sean o'malley for example like sean o'malley after his after his uh fight he had called me out i was like all right cool let's go let's go with that like we can make that fight happen i remember telling my manager like i know what that i know what this fight does it's gonna Mm -hmm. it's gonna do numbers just get me paid more we're working on that trying to get paid more next you know uh next thing you know we're going back and forth i'm like hey look i know what this fight will do like just i just want to be paid for the for the fight uh like i i didn't even care like i like i was still on my second contract and i was like i don't even care if it's a uh, uh how like i just want more i just want more making sure that i like i get i get a good chunk chunk of change sent my way uh but pretty much the offer for sean to fight pedro came up and instead of going back and forth with me about money he's like well I'm going to go fight this guy and get a newer contract to fight Pedro with a guy who's in the top fi- top 15 top 10 I wasn't ranked at that at that time so he's like why fight a guy who's not in the top 15 go and fight whenever I can go and fight Pedro Munoz, who's been in the long stand in the UFC it's like there's also name value to that too so that I was like oh once he got that I was like that makes sense I understand
0: like, okay, like the business I get side it. of yeah yeah, yeah. Does,
4: like, I understand. Like, uh, but also I feel like there's a lot of guys that were kind of kind of scared on on the other side. Like, I don't think Sean O'Malley would be scared to fight. I think he was just like trying to make the right decision for him. But I know there's guys uh, that have definitely been scared, uh, definitely been scared to fight. Uh, I just won't even won't try to name one by name, but uh, there's. We won't won't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's only being recorded. No, but uh, at the same time, uh, like, yeah, like right now, like I'm like kind of going through the thing, going through this phase of just like, who, like what else am I going to have to do? I'm just trying to get a, try to get a contract in front of me, trying to make sure I get a fight in front of me just so I have something to train for and like start like, hey, like I'm training, I'm doing like, I'm doing doing my two a days, three days at a time. So I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fight. So now it's like, Oh, I just want... I just need a date to be ready by. So now I can get a little bit more in tune. But... Yeah. Now, the most recent call-out I had was... Uh, like I was supposed to fight him back in uh, 2016. But it's kind of weird how things kind of fall back into place. Like, I was supposed to fight in 2016. He had visa issues. I was going through uh, stuff with my dad to make sure he was he was good on his end. Uh, so the fight didn't happen. Uh but now he's in the UFC and I look at it like man that would be a cool fight to run back in that and it's funny because he called me out this uh his last time he fought and I'm like hey that'd be a fun fight to 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 go have uh uh Daniel Santos would be a fun fight you know he has a, he has he's he comes out of that uh
0: that Charles Oliveira camp so yeah. you know I think that would be fun
2: we got to put a petition together yeah
0: do they call you out like after the fights or more online, how how did it- he, he did
4: he did his uh in, in the pr- in the press conference okay. after. Uh he didn't do it in, in cage, but he did it after. Most of the guys do it on Twitter. But yeah, he did he did it out of the press conference, then he jumped onto Twitter too. But he's he's he was actually like really more respectful about it, you know, really? so I was like, Yeah, you know, yeah, that'd be fun.
1: I can't imagine being scared as a professional fighter. I can. Well I like I mean couldn't. I I, under, I understand, <laughs> but like that's the job.
0: Yeah, but some you don't uh, want all that smoke too. Sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't want to fucking
2: I, get I, a lot I, on the line if I, you lose I, or win.
4: Oh yeah. No, like uh like there yeah, there's definitely a lot on the line. Especially now more now than back then. You know, I felt I felt uh how can I say it? I in my uh my second my second uh, professional fight, I got my jaw broken. I got beat down for three rounds. And I just remember just being like, like after the fight, just being way like, being like in, like embarrassed with the fight and all that shit and just being like upset. But this last one, even though I felt like that first one was a worse loss than my last fight with Rob, like just the online scrutiny that you'll get yeah. behind oh, it dude. with the stuff behind it. uh yeah i feel like there's a little bit extra especially uh especially because like a lot of times a lot of these fighters like even myself man we make money off of social media too so it's like uh that's all you see coming up just boom boom you're like damn now this is starting to affect a little bit of the uh of the dollar i'm making so i'm like you know so there's a little bit extra to lose on that end yeah but at the same time like off the loss itself, I don't. I, I'm just like, hey, I lost to the number six, number seven guy in the world. He's like, he's like, if I'm gonna lose to anybody, it it has to be it, like it should have been. It should it should have been, and I'm glad it was Rob Font because he's a solid guy. Like inside the cage, outside the cage, he's a phenomenal guy. Like he's a really good guy.
0: What's like, his style? What style was he? Oh, boxer. Like, boxer. We, okay. we, so we you ever like,
4: Yeah, we we just uh, we brawled. So I started my first. The here's the funny part. The fight went in three minutes. Uh, the first minute I'll say like was I was on it and I started looking to kill like start I went into kill mode because I heard him I felt him get rocked I was like alright cool but here's the thing that I was calling the guy the guy's a fucking cockroach cause he's not the guy that's like if you hit him he gets rocked but nobody has yet to finish him with strikes and I was like I'm gonna be the first guy to do it I just went fuck it I'm going after him he landed a shot like landed a couple punches on me like and it, it, it made me mad. Cause I'm like, I'm supposed to be finishing you right now. and Then yeah. all of a sudden, I start. I just started swinging with reckless abandon. I got away from what I was supposed to be doing. Then he caught me. He paid. So uh, he got. He caught me in a transition in a transitional punch. And again, like my hand was down. I was throwing a left hook. He threw the right perfectly. Rocky. It landed right on the chin. You know, and just like shh. I was like, well, if it's anybody, I'm glad it was him. I even told him once I got up, like, like the 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 ref and the doctor was like you okay like you know me? i was like yes i'm i'm in miami my name's adrian Yanis. just i'm like i just got stopped i know it i know what happened like <laughs> i immediately knew i got up and i was like fuck they thought i was yelling at uh my coaches they thought i was yelling at the ref i looked at the ref i was like hey man you're just doing your job you did good shit that was a good stoppage like i knew immediately and uh i got up looked at rob was like good shit bro good combo <laughs> i was like <laughs> walked around he just got you yeah and i'm just like i'm walking around I'm just like Fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> and everybody thought I was yelling at my coaches. My coach even looked up at me. I'm like, I'm I've
0: like, seen, I've seen it on Twitter. They were talking. They thought you were yelling at your, at your team, yeah, right?
4: Yeah, I looked and I, like, I looked down. And I'm like, fuck, I fucked up. And then I look up at my coach and my coach is like,
0: like, like,
4: he's like, yeah, I was like, hey, no, we're good. Like, it, this one's on me. And I looked at my brother and I fucked up man. I'm like,
0: "Fuck yeah, So you did trust process huh? yeah. you, you got you got yeah, you ready to
4: yeah, and I was like, man I was like, yeah I was like I had the whole like in my head like I knew how the fight was gonna go it went the complete opposite
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like so fuck. when you get when you get so I've never uh had to worry about this because I stay out of fights, but <laughs> when you get rocked, is there like a moment in your brain where you're like, okay, this is it?" this is going to be over. I've gotten rocked too much, or I think I can come back from this.
4: You know what? In that moment, like here's the weird thing about it. I felt none of the punches that landed. Like he landed a solid neon, like knee on my face. I didn't feel it in that moment. I oh. did not feel it. Like I was just like, I was just like, okay. And he hit me with like, he hit me with a solid jab. And at that moment I was like, Oh, he just caught me with my feet. Like, like not based out. Like I felt like I thought I was taking a step. I look at the fight and I was like, I was like, nah, that that jab rocked me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like looking back at it like the fuck, like like in because in the actual fight he hit me with the jab and like, oh, I'm I'm good. Like everything, I was still aware of. I was still so aware of everything that like, I I was just like, I instantly turned to me. I was like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Like he just touched me. I'm like, all right, I know it. But looking at the fight, like. Oh, shit, yeah, that jab rocked me. And then after that, the couple punches that hit, like, like in the commentary, like, the commentary is, here, you just rocked. I was like, no, I wasn't rocked at that moment. I was actually, now, like, looking back on the outside, I can start, like, seeing the emotions on the inside. be like, oh, no, that's not the punch that rocked This is what rocked me, and this is what, yeah, you know?
2: So what go so your brain goes through something different versus what you actually see afterwards? At times, yeah.
4: At times, I can recall something so perfectly, yeah. blur, huh? Some sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Like, uh, I'd say the, uh, I would say the f- first part of the, first part of the, uh, I, I I would say the Randy Costa fight. That one at the very beginning was more of a blur, and like going back and watching it, like that because he came out completely. It he f- caught me so off guard. I thought he was going to be throwing way more kicks. Like, I thought he was going to be super kick-heavy because if you look at all of his tape, this guy has thrown more kicks than he's done punches. This guy, like, so I wasn't worried about his hands whatsoever. He comes out with a hell of a fast jab, like, and does everything uh, sharp. And I'm just like, if you're just learning boxing, like, how how are you... Like, I'm like i, I like, uh, I'm just like, how did you get this good this quick? Because all I would see was just overhands, like, overhands, like, it's sloppy punches and all that stuff. And he comes in here, he's sharp as hell. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? You know, where was this guy whenever I was watching? Like, where was this guy whenever I was watching? Yeah. yeah. And then, I get it, like, it went from, like, uh, uh, 30 seconds to, like, three minutes in. I'm just like, fuck, I got to do something. Like, And after that... I started switching, started doing little small things. Like I went into like, instead of like the, uh, like I want to brawl with a guy mode. I turned into the, like, I have to, uh, I had to go back to strategy mode. I had to, I had to reassess, start doing a lot of things differently. And then after that, like a part of it, I remember being in the corner, but like in, in the fight in my head, first round and second round, don't feel like, I don't feel like it had ended. Like I've just felt like they're both connected you know i didn't i don't feel the i like i like i physically remember being in that corner but i if i'm replaying the fight back like first part feels like a blur but then after that it just the second and third round the the first and second round just feel like they're connected like it, i felt like they were like one of the two
1: that was yeah. such a crazy fight your your head kick knockout is when like I became your fan, but the the Randy Costa fights when I was like yeah this the that's, that's that dude yeah. right there. <laughs> <That> <laughs> dude. Just cause man yeah, like-, like well going into it I didn't know who the hell Randy Costa was. Yeah, you know? I knew who you were. I just didn't know who Randy was, and I'll I'll remember that fight man. He really was on you bad, but and I want to ask you if 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 it's something that you had something that you did or maybe it was just fatigue, but I remember Randy kind of just like. Yeah. Did he just let it all out the first round? And I,
4: he. So I was doing small things. Like, as soon as he, like, uh within those first three minutes, I was doing small things to, like, start getting distance. Like, I was starting to measure my stuff out because I'm usually more of a slow starter, and I'm usually like, hey, like, like I'm going to read you. I'm going to find things. But he out. just, but he just like, he just threw shit out of the wall and just came at me. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm having to... Uh, so I'm having to reassess. I'm having to assess everything while everything's like happening all at once. So I started looking like, oh, head kick. Oh shit, punched. Oh shit, nosebleed. Fuck. <laughs> like,
1: um, just snacks, bop it totally just stinks.
4: Like, it. And I'm just like, I'm just like fuck.
2: Dude, I don't. I still don't understand how y'all get kicked yeah. in the nose and then their nose starts bleeding and y'all still stay in it. Yeah. Dude, I've had like three bloody noses in my yeah. life. I, I, I had. I was in the ICU. I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, my. I ho- that's because it's dry air in South Texas. Yeah. My
2: whole my whole life was flash before me, and I feel that you know that nasty like yeah, burn. Yeah, yeah. I watch it, dude. I watch fighters, man. When that button
1: gets hit, dude, it turns them off. When when Cheeto got Dom.
2: Oh yeah, that When
1: Cheeto was got Dom, that was that was your card, wasn't it? Oh it, no, 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 that no. was that wasn't Austin.
4: No, no, that okay. was Austin. Yeah, no, but I know I know what fight you're talking about. But yeah,
1: no, that was. <sighs> Golly. It Just got up there, and the funny thing was, was Cheeto was behind in the rounds. Oh yeah, and then Cheeto just fourth round. He yeah. walked right into it like your opponent. Oh, would yeah, me. he just walked right into it, and you can watch the foot come on the nose and the wow. nose. Oh was, yeah, oh. it was it
0: was. Yeah. Previous, like, I'd have yeah. to
2: wear one of those face masks that that guy basketball dude always wore. Oh, yeah. was it, who was it? Chauncey Billups or someone?
0: Yeah, Chauncey wore one. Yeah, I'd have to rip, wear one. Play, of those. Rip, rip
2: Hamilton. Oh, there you go. I need to wear one of those yeah. in UFCs.
0: Oh yeah,
4: no. I think I feel like that would make it much worse. <laughs> did, did you yeah. you, your ears, you got cauliflower? Yeah, I got them both ears. Yeah. Uh that Davy Grant fight this year turned into a fucking balloon. Oh. It just it got big. DC Cormier was just like Danny Cormier was just like he was in love with it cuz he's like oh like he loves it because of like growing up in wrestling. So yeah. that's like a badge of honor for them. He's like He's, like, trying to touch my ear. I'm like, bro, it fucking hurts now, man. <laughs> Leave it alone. Uh, I can't
1: think of a UFC yeah. fighter that doesn't have cauliflower. ear. Yeah.
4: Can't you suck it all out? You can, but what ends up happening is uh, you, there's little little, little remnants that be left in there. And then all of a sudden, hey, it's just, yeah, it turns into hard to rock. It, it, it's, um. it's hard. So, so, so
2: cauliflower yeah. can never go away.
4: Uh, you can get it surgically removed, but your ear is going to still kind of be fucked up. It's going to be not the pretty so you just year. wait till
2: after your career and then you get your surgery
4: i i'm keeping mine <laughs> it's yeah. a part of how old are you, you 29 you, yeah. 29
0: i couldn't yeah. pull that's a really good age out. for
1: mma fighter
2: bro. oh yeah
4: that's
1: that's a really good age for mma fighter yeah. what,
0: what do you with, what do you think i mean i know it's early for your career but what do you think what's uh what's your plan after
4: plan afterwards i, I plan on investing my money in the sense of like where i don't have to do anything if i don't want to yeah like that's what i'm looking that's what i'm looking to do like man i like i like i'm trying to get into real estate mm-hmm. and then also put some money away in stocks and make sure that i'm able to live off live off the real estate that i got coming in you know yeah. and then with the stocks use that make sure it compounds keep on building and then whenever i'm ready to retire sell all that shit
0: you had a kid recently, right? Yes, uh,
4: year. He's a year and eight months now. Year and eight months. Yeah, okay. yeah Going, man. going through, going through a crazy time right now. <laughs> yeah, I it, yeah. Is he, is he fighting yet? Is he man. He is punching things. <laughs> there yeah. you go. He, he grabs things. He goes boom. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, no. You can watch it. You can be a part. You can train if you want to. But I don't want you fighting. But then his mom is just like, is like, well, hey, look, you'd be a hypocrite. And I'm like. Damn, you're right. Mm. Like, fuck. So yeah, that my it's my, a long way away. My, my manager is just like, nah, you done fucked up. he's yeah. like, he's like, he like, tells me, he's like, yeah, you fucked up. You, he, you chose the wrong career path and going because now your son's gonna do it. Yeah, I was like, he's like, you're gonna be coaching him now. I'm gonna be managing him I'm son, like you son of a bitch. Like you son, <laughs> of, a I'm like, you son <laughs> of a bitch. That's but, hilarious. Yeah, that'd be crazy though. That would be wild. I I wouldn't. Like, I I get the feelings of how, like, how it would, like, how it is, like, coaching my training partners and then also cornering them as well. Like, I wrap their hands. I like, I'd go out there and like, I coach them through stuff and all that stuff. So like, I get nervous for my training partners. That'd be your kid. So I'm like, now I'm like, oh fuck. Like, so so, when
0: you go to your when you like, you know, round ends, go sit in your corner and they're talking i mean are you, are you really taking in what they're telling you or it seems like a
4: uh, man there was uh like my first couple uh fights like amateur and everything i would, did not understand yeah you know like my it's too uh, fast too on. fast like my first fight i just remember going back to the corner they they were saying stuff to me and it just sounded like the fucking peanuts like Womp, yeah. Wah, yeah. Wah, yeah. Wah. In there, and i'm just like okay i just remember like early early days just being like okay okay but not I, knowing what, what I was doing. There was only one time where uh, – one time in the fight, in my first amateur fight where I was in a good position. I was in half guard. I was punching the guy in the face. The ref stood us up, and I just – like I'm right in front of a corner, and my corner goes, what the fuck? <laughs> he was working. <laughs> that's all That's all I remember from my, being coached for my first fight is like yelling at the ref, what the fuck? He was working, and the next, you know – after that, it started getting easier. And then after that, I, I actually started having conversations with my coach in the corner. Like, yeah. So like I
0: said, I mean, I, I watched the Ultimate Fighter uh-huh. and these guys are yelling. I mean, are you thinking that stuff or are you trying to like they say, hey, do this or do that? Are you hearing that to try to? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I wonder how, it seems like it's just annoying. When we're watching, it seems annoying because you're like, dude, they're not listening to that. But I was curious if you guys are listening, trying to.
4: Oh, yeah, we listen to that a lot. Okay. Like actually, uh, it's it's a. Uh, it's crazy uh actually like a really good uh a really good example is my training partner cameron smotherman like uh such a great yeah, last name for a training y- yeah partner. He's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's a joke artist no nah, <laughs> yeah. you, you like you it's, it's so funny because I, I tag him on facebook i tag him on uh on twitter and all that stuff and i'm like yeah my training partner cameron smotherman and they're like like if he's not a wrestler, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, yeah. hey, you know it's you know it's crazy. He's a knockout artist. He yeah, just has uh, walk off walk off knockouts all the time. I remember telling him like like in the corner. I was like like go to the left hook. Like I like kept telling him. I was like left hook's there. Left hook's there. He comes to the corner. And he's like I don't see. I was like bro, just fucking throw it. You'll land it. You get him out. There. Like he's already needless to say, he's already dropped the guy two or three times. He comes into the corner. He's like. I was like, I was like, hey, look, throw that left hook. You get him out of him. You get him out this round. I'm telling you, you go to the body, go to the head, uh, finish off with the left hook. And he looks at me like, I'm not getting him out of here. <laughs> like, like, bro. Like, I was like, just fucking throw it. And then my other training partner, Rob, starts letting him know because the guy was shooting in for takedowns and all that stuff. So he coaches him through that. And then, a couple like a minute into the round, I was like, throw it. He throws it. Walks off, not walk off knockout. He's like, "All right." He looks back. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "So, yeah." It was, it was, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I tell like, it's like it's cool that you get to hear. And then also too, this is also a big reason why I love fighting at the apex. Like the apex is like small, barely any crowd. Yep, you could hear your coaches vividly and perfect. Like, remember just like I've heard like, talking oh, about so Rogan before. They
0: said how Rogan's talked about that, how the, the sound in there. And you could hear stuff.
4: You could hear everything. Like. I will say my first my first fight at the actual Apex of the Contender Series I remember walking out like and this was pure COVID time like this is like like you can't like we're we're keeping everybody separated you're in your own little bubble and all that stuff so I remember walking out this guy was talking on his phone like we had no walkout music or anything like that this guy's talking on his phone like hey how you doing and I'm like Bro, like I'm in the fucking biggest fight of my <laughs> life. Well, I, doing I, your walkout and Humble
1: is like, Oh yeah, I set out the chicken, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> and that that was the wildest experience that I had like ever fighting. Yeah. Man, yeah. if I'm
1: in the apex, I'm not listening to my coaches, DC should be talking it, loud enough. Yeah. yeah. Because every time I every time I watch a Apex fight, DC's in there. DC's in there. You should really be doing this. You should really. And then a lot of it is that wrestling dude, transitions. Yeah, genius. But I'm like, yeah. fucking listen to him because he knows what he's talking about.
4: <laughs> that Randy Costa fight, man. Yeah. That Randy Costa fight. He, like, in the second round, he was like, he should be matching his. Uh, if you notice, he gets quieter and wants to say, I, thank you, DC. <laughs> like, after, right after that. <laughs> Did like, you tell he, him thank you? Yeah. In the Sweet. middle of fight. I fellow. Me, I, I, fellow. I, 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 fellow. I point, pointed at him I was like hey thank you DC and he was like, oh. he's like oh you heard that he heard me He was like yeah
1: Kevin Holland's Apex run is up there with the greatest runs that was insane and I love it because you can hear everything he's saying oh, that's man. why they call him Big Mouth the funny thing man I, I remember um, him being on Contender Series or whatever and Dana was like I can't fucking stand that guy he just runs his mouth the whole time he's in the in the in the octagon and then they had a fight, and they were like uh, somebody pulled out. Who like, see, big mouth will take it. There's was Thiago Santos, yeah. I think. And they're like, uh, big mouth was like, yeah, I'll take it. And he came in and he fucking put on a show. Really? Yeah, it yeah was dude. amazing. I yeah. love Kevin Hall,
4: he's man. That's one thing I like. That's why I, I, I like Kevin Hall a lot because he's like the same guy you see is the same guy you get. But I also, he's it. like the uh, he's also like a good person while being that guy <laughs> okay i love that i love that about him like he came up to me he was like like he, he him and uh uh is is he talk shit to each other like right after their fight they're right after kevin had fought and he goes up to him and they start talking a little bit shit i remember in the back whenever i was uh like we're I'm getting ready to take a shuttle back to the hotel actually no we're at the hotel I just get off the shuttle and I walk into Kevin Hall and I was like, "What's up, Kevin?" He was like, "Oh shit, what's up, bro?" And then we started talking back and forth. And next thing you know, he's like, "Hey, man," he's like, "I was like, is he's in there, man? If you want to go get a picture with him, go go get it right now." He's like, "He's like, he's like, man, you can still be you like you can still be a fan. It's pretty cool as fuck, you know. It's, just, it's cool as fuck, you know. But uh, at the same time, like I know, uh, like I know, we almost got into it. But I was like, wait, you almost got into it. I was like, I didn't see that. He's like, yeah, no, we almost got into it. I was like, oh." Yeah, but go take a picture with him, man. He's like right over there. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh that's pretty fucking cool. It was like, hey, if he has a, like, I, I don't know. I just, the the almost like the no ego type of thing has yeah. been the, the coolest part. So, who are your sponsors, man? Right now, we got Techniques. I have Drink HRW. Uh, I have uh, Compex. I don't know if you ever seen the, like, the, uh, they got a massaging foam roller. Okay. That's, that I live and die on, man. That thing is just amazing. And then my biggest one, OnlyFans, and then OnlyFans, got an OnlyFans deal. Uh and then They
0: give you free subscriptions?
4: Oh no. No, Dang, no dude. Yeah, no, that would have been that would have been the nice little kicker. That would've been a nice little <laughs> kicker. Nice I'm slitter, no, nice Do you have slow, your own account? I have my own account and everything on there, so I, I post uh, I post on there. Actually I post on there it's way more than pitchers. I post on oh I wish. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I have the most ugliest feet in the world, man. I hey, like I've missed some toenails. That, yeah, yeah. This it's not it's not right now but uh, then also I work with the lawyer here in uh, Houston uh, Dununa Chris Dununa uh, so if I ever need a lawyer yeah. You ever need a lawyer, call Chris Danuna, man. Right. If you get caught in a DUI, <laughs> you need help, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. Maybe He's right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, we'll have to talk to you yeah. after the show. If you, and, and if you need uh uh if if you have a dog, want him trained by one of the best in Texas, like his dog is what they take is who they take for search and rescues. Uh you know, sit means sit in the Conroe Woodlands area that they really? yeah. okay. like yeah, got yeah. my dog trained and I'm like <laughs> He was such like he did not listen to a word I would say. Now he's just on. He's on it.
2: I legitimately want that guy to come take my dog. I, <laughs> I don't want him to train. him. Just take. Him, take he's got him. a dog
0: that's his size. He's got it's a separate dog. 185
2: uh, pounds. Oh damn! Yeah, damn. I still think you could take him. You, think
0: you could, right. you think you could <laughs> chuck him out. You know what,
4: man? He <laughs> hates not, meter readers, bro. <laughs> I, I am not I am not Arian Foster. I will not choke out a wolf. Yeah, I cannot choke out a wolf.
2: Dude, yeah. I miss Arian Foster I miss Arian Foster so much. Oh shit. I love that guy. I was a big
0: fan of his too. So well cool man. Not. Yeah. OnlyFans a sponsor. That's a cool sponsor.
4: Yeah, 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 no, we do we do a lot. Like we they have an OnlyFans TV. It's pretty much like their version of YouTube and all that stuff. We jump jump on there. I drop a couple of videos every day all all the time.
0: Uh, you have YouTube channels as well I've seen that yeah,
4: yeah do a lot of starting to do a lot more YouTube we're getting consistent on that uh making sure we post a lot more now because man I don't know just like give people something different you know because I'm like well a lot of like, people want to know what you guys are doing yeah, just in, yeah. in the
0: day of the life uh, so so it's cool for people to you know big fans of yours are they're gonna oh, yeah. want to know what you're doing you know oh
4: yeah like I like uh actually I just had the idea just like two days ago because my friend, has swore up and down that Jack in a Box is the best like is the best food spot. And I was like he said Jack in a Box was the best food he had all year and I'm like, that's a damn lie. <laughs> that's a damn lie. We went to restaurants together and that food was way better than, than Jack in a Box. <laughs> like why like why are you why are you lying to yourself right now? So now I'm thinking about having to blind taste test. Okay, There's Jack
2: a, yeah. in a Box Hear me out here. All right. Jack in a Box tacos. With the buttermilk ranch, dip that's the taco good. in the buttermilk ranch. That's pretty good.
1: I've I've I have faded away from ranch within the past year, man. Was that? I, w- I don't know. He turned communist. It's yeah. It's I'm <laughs> communist <laughs> as fuck. That's <laughs> why. Uh, nah, dude. Freaking. Um, I don't know. I just the smell of it and the taste of it. The only ranch I can mm-hmm. stand is Wingstop Ranch, and wow, like it's just that's a little a bit of No, nah, it's not a bad ranch at all. I love I'm so
0: starving right now. What do you do? Like, so, what do you do for fun besides like trying to beat people up? Oh shit, that's a good question.
4: <laughs> well, I, honestly, if I have any free time, if I'm not with my family, I, like, I just play games. But like, again, like, I love being with the family. Like yesterday, we had like, I would, like a weekend that I'm actually off and not like having to deal with fights, not like commentating, not doing like the streams and all that stuff. I, uh, we had a birthday party. Went my son. Had my son go down the water slide, you know, and that that was like super fun for me. So yeah, yeah, it's, I'm like a I'm a pretty boring, basic guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got kind of to
0: too. Uh, rap, pretty much. Yeah, okay. yeah, rap. My it, man. We listening to yeah. country. This, oh, this yeah. is the guy right here. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Like I said, he yeah. was he was on American Idol man this this past year. Hey, let's go. And so yeah.
1: uh, fun, fun, fun times, man. Uh, I know what you were saying earlier, like your fight day prep where... You you wake up and you're basically just sitting in a room all day until the fight. Yeah. That's how it was on Idol for 13 days in a fucking row. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it was awful. But uh, Grace was man. there, She knows. And then they were like, "You're not good enough. Go home." <laughs> and so yeah, but no, man. American Idol was really fun. Uh, we spent. I did my audition in Vegas, and uh, I spent like half the time walking the streets of Vegas looking for any UFC <laughs> just yeah. pick fight. Just big fight was no. I had a buddy that ran into Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Do they're
0: massive? And, I bet.
1: Well, so the guy that ran into him, he's six foot eight himself. Oh shit! And so he was. I was like, I was like, um, I was like, who is taller, you or Kawhi? He's like, Kawhi gets me about a little bit.
0: I really, like, man, that's
1: that's gonna be pretty cool.
0: That dude's hands are like that big.
1: I bet. I bet. Now, have you? Are you familiar with Chef Machete? Chef, no. He makes the lean sauce, the purple sauce. Yeah, he's a Houston guy. Oh, yeah, he's a Houston guy. Okay, okay. I thought yeah. I, I
0: need to get so, yeah. connect with him through you. I, I can help you out. Yeah,
1: I'm sure he'd love to come do. He looks pretty fun. He's yeah, a yeah, great dude. I, he's
0: I started following him. I think you. Y'all did something together. He, he tagged you, you. Tagged him. Uh, we, uh, I started following him. The and purple I was like,
2: sauce. Yeah. So I thought that was Paul Wall. So oh. this is for tacos. This is
1: for tacos. Oh, okay. Oh. This isn't for oh. yourself. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay I see that, that. I Coke. was saying I get was it, styrofoam man. cups
2: and the whole deal. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> but it's funny, man. So so what's really been cool is I started out as a nobody at a mattress store and I made videos on TikTok and I blew up on TikTok. Got this deal with American Idol, and ever since then, my life has just been completely different, completely crazy. Mm-hmm. And I've met really, really cool people along the way. And so, like, uh, I find myself at these little events, and that's where I met Chef Machete. And I was like, man, I got to ask him because, like, chefs usually don't give their secret formula or whatever. And I was just like, but what makes it purple? He goes, I can't say, but what I can say is it is made with Paul Wall's tears. Nah. <laughs> That's to do with it. And I was yeah. like, oh shit! I love Paul. Wall. Hey, we, I'll run
0: with that, dude. We hung out Paul Wall recently at the Astros game. Yeah. Sweet dude, he's oh, cool shit. as hell, man. I'm gonna be Paul on his Wall. next. Yeah. I'm gonna be on his next album. He was uh, a <laughs> dude. He was super cool, man. We had hell a good yeah. time. Yeah.
1: He, my sister picked up some Taco Cabana one day a couple of years ago, and he was working the drive-through. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he was doing like You know like
0: They do the promo Yeah, yeah they
1: do these promos Look good like Raising Canes and shit Yeah like Parker McCollum was at Raising Canes and stuff But yeah,
0: that's uh That's cool man Yeah But yeah well, We appreciate you coming in Adrian Absolutely. Like said, No problem, no problem. Uh, It's been so fun been Yeah been a good time We've had some cool people on okay. when, I, when I got an a, a, a opportunity To connect with you man I was like man Super cool You UFC guy I wanted to get him in Just cause as a buddy And he's a big fan I know he'd be I couldn't some believe good questions, it so. Oh, yeah. so like
1: he texts me, and he's like, uh, you follow this guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's Adrian Yanez. It's <laughs> The greatest bantamweight in the UFC right now. And uh, I was like, yeah, we I were huge fans of his. Uh, my buddy Chase, I watch fights with him every single day. So if you would give like a hey, Chase, to the camera real quick, all right, all right. You, are, right. you are his favorite fighter. And he wants okay, a pick. Yeah, right. I, I got you. I got you. All
4: right. Hey, Chase. Fuck you, man! I'm
0: just messing. He's I'm just messing. It. What's up, Chase? Yeah. How are you doing? I think I think
1: he's met you before at an at event in Houston. He subscribed yeah. to your OnlyFans. No, too. Yeah. He yeah, subscribed to your OnlyFans. It, it is
4: free, though. So you know, it's not saying much. I wonder who else he's paying for. I'm
0: just saying. Patreon
1: Zance is free too. We won't, we won't we won't talk about that
0: until they until they have it come across your credit card or something different. I I can't mess with it, yeah. man. You know,
2: yeah. You know? <laughs> hey. All right. After this, I'm going to teach y'all how to get away with all of <laughs> <laughs> bon, the yeah, it. secret: like... separate credit cards for separate people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it. man. Yeah. Hey, like, dude, you,
0: uh, I'll definitely be following you f- for sure from ha- here on out, man. And uh, we appreciate you coming in. It's oh yeah, been no fun. yeah,
4: this has been fun, man. Thank y'all, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, no
0: problem. Dude, appreciate you coming in. Okay. We're done.